Hey, hunters! Hey, everybody! Happy Sunday! Welcome back! Long time no see. <laughs> yeah, I see. We got Nikki Boo who uh, missed us for our special coverage uh, and was bummed. So I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Nikki. We have a very special guest on this week. Back from her Honduras trip, everybody, please welcome the Brizzle, aka the Brizzler. Hey, y'all. Hey, girl. <laughs> so, um, I don't know that many of us know much about you, so I'm kind of excited to get to know who you are, where you hunt, what the hell you were doing in El Salvador and Honduras. So, uh, why don't you tell us, like, uh, how you started with Coin Hunt World and where you hunt. Okay, so I live in Austin, Texas, uh, so obviously I hunt in Austin, Texas, and how I started with Coin Hunt World um, was not how most people start. I, I guess like a lot of people kind of started with, um, they were on Reddit and they, you know, like found a post or something like that, but um, actually I kind of um, got a little fat <laughs> during COVID. <laughs> Didn't we all? (laughs) (laughs) Some maybe more than others. (laughs) And so I was like, oh man, I really like uh, need to rectify this. So I kind of made it my New Year's resolution for uh, the start of this year. I was like, okay, I'm going to like walk off this weight. But then um, I kind of like, uh, my husband likes to say that I don't ever really do anything for free. I have to monetize everything. Oh, I'm the same way. I like that thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, like, obviously, there's got to be some apps out there that are, like, basically going to pay me to, like, walk and get in shape. So I tasked him, like, you know, I got online and I was looking up, like, apps that, you know, give you gift cards to walk or apps that, like, pay you money to walk. And I was like, there's got to be an app that pays you crypto to walk, too. And so I couldn't find one, but I was like, look, uh, you're in charge of this. Like, go find us. <laughs> An New app. project. <laughs> yeah, I was like, go find us an app that will pay us crypto to walk. And so he found some article online, and it was like the like the top ten like uh, apps that pay crypto or whatever. And then like you know, CoinHunt was on there. And uh, it, was that it, was that PlayToEarn.net? Because that's how I found the game too. Was PlayToEarn.net? <laughs> I would have to ask him uh, to be honest. I'm not really sure. You know, I just like delegated that and. Yeah. <laughs> real quick what Uh, part of austin okay so i i live south of like downtown okay so um i don't know are you familiar with like the austin layout 
So I spent two full days in Austin. Uh, one day I stayed right next to the Congress Avenue Bridge, and then one day I stayed in the Domain. So I know the Domain is north, and wow. the Congress Avenue Bridge is, like, kind of downtown. So you're south of that? I'm south of downtown, yeah. So okay. we, had to, we had to fill our, our own loop, basically. Um, and, like, that's actually one of the things I like so much about this game, because, like, uh, I had played Pokemon Go a lot, and the part I liked about Pokemon Go was, like, walking and socializing, and then as it got more and more, like, we do raids and driving your car, like, I wasn't really into that side of it, and so I kind of, and, like, then nobody was walking after it basically became, like, a car game, and so, like, yeah. the whole, like, community fell apart, and also, like, uh, the only place that was, like, really safe um, and had good amount of the post stops for that was like downtown uh, and then you know at night it can get kind of sketchy so basically you have to play on the capitol so you know I'd, I'd go walk the capitol at night but I had to drive in right that's like uh, probably 15, 10, 15 minute drive to like drive from my house into the capitol so this game I was like so I was always like in Pokemon I was like god if they would just let me go Pokestops like right by my house it would be like so perfect and then this game I was like oh my god it's like my dream I can basically build all the vaults where I want <laughs> Yeah, because, like, I do live in a neighborhood, but I back, um, I, like, my backyard backs up to, like, kind of, like, a, not, like, a highway or anything, but, like, an actual, like, you know, kind of, like, main seat road, and then I I live, like, in a, uh, like, a mixed-use area, I guess, is, and so there's, like, a lot of, like, shops, and there's, like, a, uh, like, plaza, shopping. It's the suburbs. Uh, yeah, but no, it's not, it's, uh, no, because the suburbs down here are just, like, planned out. Just masses. residential? Just residential, yeah, I guess oh. I'm what you would call, like, like, the old urban core. Like, I'm not, like, quite, like, downtown, but it's still, like, we call it, like, the mixed-use or urban core for Austin. Like, it's basically before Austin started doing zoning. I would have not heard of Austin. <laughs> nice. So, that's interesting because our, like, suburbs are, like, what you're describing. Like, we've got our own little, like, shopping malls and our plazas and, like, our main drags of, like, retail and restaurants and stuff. But that's the suburbs here. <laughs> um, so, like, here when they build suburbs, like, it would basically be, like, along the highway, they'd put, like, a whole highway would basically be, like, strips of, um, you know, movie theaters and restaurants and shops and all that kind of stuff. And then, like, on the... You know, they build neighborhoods behind that. And yeah. then they wouldn't really have, like, um, like city streets, if that makes sense. It, it would yeah. just be, like, neighborhoods peeling off of, like, the highway, like I-35 or Mopac or something like that. But um, I I don't really live that far out. Like, um, I, I live in a part where, like, it's bike lanes and there's, you know, the city buses run and... Um, like, like, my house is built in 1960, so, you know, like, it's nice. That's, like, where I live. I mean, my house is built okay. in the 70s. We've got, like, bike lanes and, like, yeah, walking yeah. paths and, like, a little golf yes. course. and But we call that the suburbs here, <laughs> like, because so, uh, our Austin, city is so much smaller. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, like, Austin really didn't, like, start booming and developing until, like, 2000. Like, that first yeah. tech bubble boom is – so, like, actually in the 70s – okay, it's just – Texans are crazy, basically. So in the seventies, there was a vote, like way back when Austin was really so big. They they took a vote and they were like, okay, do we want to basically like build um like loops? You know, like most cities have like the 
they have loops like concentric rings that the 101 and like yeah yeah Yeah. that that go out in bigger and bigger rings to like connect around the city like so you know you have good um drivability transportation so yeah texas is not known for that well, like, Houston <laughs> has it, and San Antonio has it, and Dallas has it. And, I mean, like, the loops aren't, like, like perfect circles, but they're there. So, but in the 70s, they, like, often took a vote. And the voters literally said, if we don't build it, no one will move here. <laughs> yeah, if we I, don't build it, they won't come. That's, that's yeah. not good that planning. Was, yes, um, <laughs> exactly. And, like, now, like, okay, whatever, fast forward, people came. And Austin has, like, I think we recently surpassed L.A. on some of the worst, like, worst traffic in the country. Oh, my God. It's crazy. We're in, like, we've been in the top five for a long time now. And there is, like, there is zero, like, zero planning happening. Yeah. It's not a solution because what are you going to do, like, without, like, a whole, like, bunch of, like, neighborhoods? So you can't now build it is the problem. So there's – no solution in sight for this. <laughs> yeah. My my experience is that all of Texas has the worst traffic I've ever experienced. Like, I wouldn't say Austin is alone in that. Like, I hate driving through Dallas. I hate it. I, I always go to Dallas for things like shows and stuff, but, like, I hate getting there. I just – I always make someone else drive because, like, I'll drive as far as, like, Denton – once we hit Denton, someone else is driving because otherwise, like, <laughs> I have to have, like, heavy metal playing and I have to be chain smoking and, like, no one can talk to me because <laughs> I'm trying to, to survive. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think it's that bad, but obviously, you know, if you're used to it. I mean, I yeah. think Houston is the worst, personally, because Houston is always under construction. So if you go to Houston, I mean, they have freeways that are six lanes each way and it's still under construction. Like, it's like as soon as... Like, they were widening stuff from four to six for forever, like, ten years. And then yeah. the second they're done widening to six, they're like, oh, we got to widen it again. It's like, it's never not under construction. Like, yeah. It's like, crazy. cut this shit, we're done. Let's take a break with the freeways. Yeah, Texas just really needs to get on, like, some subway infrastructure. Like, yeah. I'm really, and then they need to just, like, create bullet trains that go between, like, San Antonio, Austin, Houston, Dallas, but... That's never going to happen. Like, for many political reasons, Texas is not the state that's happening. <laughs> well, it's I supposed mean, to happen in California, and it still hasn't happened. So, <laughs> Elon's down there now. He might change that. He's all about the bullet train thing. Like, that's that's a big thing for him. Yeah, and he's down cool. in, like, in, in, like, Brownsville area. So, well, we're on that topic. Elon moved here because... He kind of wanted uh, the Texas Republican, we don't tax you benefits. I know. Exactly. Like, like, yeah. He didn't come here to, like, California bias. He came here to take advantage of, like, I know. how technical Like, all the rest of the Californians that are moving there. <laughs> but, but he has done his best, as far, from what I know, he's done his best to improve the area around where he is because he's donated a ton of money to the education system in southern texas so like that's yeah. cool yeah but yeah i don't know i live with an elon fanboy i you know i, <laughs> okay. I hate elon as I a person to- i love him as a, a as a science mind so i'm i, mean, I love yeah. tesla stock i believe in the product <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. I, I mean, my last time I went to Texas was specifically, like, I went through Austin specifically because we went to the, we went to Starbase. 
Like, that was our vacation. Oh, wow. We went to South Padre specifically to spend a week down at Starbase and just check it out. Oh, wow. Um, nice. Yeah. It was really cool, but uh, so South Padre was kind of you... gross. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you, okay, so you mentioned that you drive through Dallas for shows. What do you? What shows do you do? Oh, like everything. <laughs> the oh, last time. Your, your time. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were like. Like, do you do shows? Like no. Shows? Okay, okay. <laughs> this is the extent I, of my shows. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For now. Yeah, I think yeah, um, yeah. the last time I was down there, I think, well, we saw Alanis Morissette at, like, the Texas, like, the fairgrounds down in Dallas. And then okay. at one point we also saw Volbeat and uh, Ghost, which was really cool. Um, and I love, like, the Gas Monkey uh lounge place in dallas that place is pretty cool i don't know yeah big names tend to go to dallas and fort worth before they come to oklahoma city so sometimes we don't get the best shows and we gotta drive (laughs) yeah you're very committed i'm yeah, no. <laughs> oh, when I was younger, I was such a groupie. I would drive six hours to go to a concert. Like, yeah. it was bad. When I was young, like, basically San Antonio was the limit. And then it was like, it had to be like, I really, really had to want to see it. Like, you know, <laughs> I wasn't doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a, so I'm a music amazing, junkie. Yeah, you guys have that amazing music festival, festival ACL in Austin. That and South by Southwest. And South by yeah. Dirt. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I've always amazing. wanted to go. I actually have a friend that got to perform in South by Southwest, and I didn't get to go see them, and I was, like, really bummed about it. Oh, no. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Oh, well. So That's what I did for my 21st birthday was uh, ACL. Uh, yeah, was it was ACL. ACL. Yeah. That's pretty fun. sweet. I don't remember my 21st birthday. <laughs> I mean, I remember my, but we probably shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I drank something I that... A little bit of time. Oh. I, I drank something that was on fire, and I don't remember anything <laughs> after that, so... <laughs> That's like a christening on the 21st. Everybody has yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I did, I did drink heavily on Rainy Street. Is that still a thing? Yeah, okay, so you must be kind of young because Rainy Street is, like, a new thing. So okay. <laughs> Rainy Street has only been Rainy Street for, like, maybe a decade. Before that, it was kind of, like, crack housing. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, that's, like, Oklahoma City. We oh, have, like, <laughs> all of our best areas all used to be crack streets. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, but, like, um, Sixth Street does... When when you turn when it's your birthday, you get a free birthday shot. So at each like bar or pub, so it's pretty common on your twenty first birthday, you basically bar crawl until you uh, pass out, pass out, <laughs> or start throwing up and alcohol poisoning, and you know. Yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> so uh, speaking of trips, though, so you just went to El Salvador and Honduras. So what took yeah. you there? Okay, so um, I I like to just travel in general, and um, after we had a kid, we kind of weren't, like, really traveling as much, because I was like, I oh, can't really take your kid. Well, I mean, we do travel, but, like, without our kid, but I was like, 
anyway, I have I had this friend, and she's like, you just need to like get on with it and like travel, take your kid or Ashland, like whatever. Um, the last time we gone, we were it was like 2019. We went to Croatia before the pandemic hit, and then kind of like the pandemic hit, you know, no one's going anywhere because no one can really go anywhere. Um, you can't fly anywhere anyway. And then I was like, I was being like cabin fever. I was like, I want to travel again. And I, for some reason, I was just like, I really want to go to Honduras this time. And like, I, I've been to most of Europe and I've been to like uh, Taiwan and uh, Guatemala and Mexico and Costa Rica and some. Dang. Uh, this time, let's go to Honduras, Honduras or whatever. So my husband was like, okay. And so then, <laughs> then. <laughs> Like, the whole Al Salvador thing happens. I'm like, well, wait, wait. Now we have to, like, make a special add-on and go over to Al Salvador just to play this game. Yeah. Okay, crazy. (laughs) (laughs) They're adjacent countries. So, like, um, it didn't look like traveling back and forth between the two of them was going to be that hard. I mean, like, on paper. But you're in Latin America. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, okay. So, like, in reality, that shit is crazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> going, okay. The El Salvador, uh, El Salvador is, like, super chill about their borders. Okay. So, flying, we flew into Honduras. Honduras is, like, still crazy about COVID. Like, okay, so. Uh-huh. Man- they were really like, careful. Yeah. It's mandatory masks everywhere in Honduras still. And you have to, like, sign all this paperwork. Like, it's, like, a pre-check and, like, a pre-health check. And then you yep. also have to have your vaccine cards with you. You have to be vaccinated to come in the country. So I'm like, damn, yeah, y'all are, like, bonkers. And then, like, I look up El Salvador and it's, like, COVID precautions. None. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I had to do the same thing when I went to Honduras. All of, the, like, they had the pre-check. And then they had just created the health pre-check. And so it didn't work properly. Oh, so you um, also went to Honduras? Yeah, I went um, oh, cool. around last Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, their pre-check thing is, like, still, like, a seeming pile of not working. Okay, so basically, like, <laughs> yeah, like, when you fly in, it's fine because you're on an airplane and you submit everything, like, digitally with your flight. So I thought, like, everything's going to be, like, hunky-dory, right? Okay, so then, like. So we basically we fly in Honduras and then we leave Honduras to go to El Salvador. But the way that the roads are, you have to go through Guatemala. Like you spend two hours driving through Guatemala to go from uh, Honduras to El Salvador. Even though there is a road that goes directly from Honduras to El Salvador, apparently nobody uses it because it's like sketchy. Yeah. Sketchy. I don't know. But then, and then so we we're in El Salvador for part of it and then we go back to Honduras. And when we go back to Honduras, that's like when all shit hits a fan. Like, it was crazy. So, like, coming out of Honduras to Guatemala, it's like both countries require visas, so they stamp you. Uh, that's fine. And then Guatemala into um, uh, El Salvador is fine. They like exit stamp you. And the guy who was like um, the bus driver was like, make sure that Guatemala stamps you on the exit stamp because El Salvador isn't giving you stamps. And so, like, it's going to be a problem if Guatemala doesn't stamp you out. So, like, they do everything's great. So we were like, we have someone driving us back from El Salvador back into Honduras and go to the border. And this was like freaking crazy. Like I was actually, I think on Discord at the time, and it, like I was like, oh, we're crossing the border, or whatever. Yeah, like an hour and a half later, we actually were crossing the border because they have <laughs> five freaking checks on the border. It's like, and the first one is like, 
they're they're looking at our stuff and they're like in Spanish, which I can speak some, but I'm not like fluent enough to have a conversation about like what's wrong with the passport stamp. They're like complaining about my passport stamp coming out of Guatemala, which is identical to my husband and son's stamp. So I don't even understand. And that like took 30 minutes and then they like check our vaccine cards and then they have us walk like 10 feet and then other people check our vaccine cards and then you walk another 20 feet and then they're like, did you do the pre-check? And all this is in Spanish. And then we're like, yeah. And they're like, okay, well, you got to do it again. And we're <laughs> oh like, my gosh. We just, we just did that. Like, like we literally nothing changed in this last 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. No. And they're like, no, you have to do it again. Scan the code and do it right here. So we do it. And it's really long. The health pre-check, like not only do you have to like, you have to put in all your personal information, where you're going, the exact addresses, like yep. scan a picture. <laughs> passport scan a picture of your vaccine card manually enter every single piece of information from your vaccine card and your passport it's like crazy so i'm like okay great submitted and they're like uh well you didn't screenshot the submitted and i'm like what the hell like you didn't tell me i had to (laughs) in your digital system just look it up and they're like yeah we can't and i'm like then why is this like a why and of course like i'm not actually talking i'm like like talking to my go-between who's like talking to them you know the guy who speaks english and spanish your translator and, yeah yeah and i'm like okay then why are you having people submit this digitally like why isn't it just on paper so <laughs> then we have to do it again and it's like totally bonkers so we show the lady the screenshot and she's like great you can come into the building you're gonna need to show them that screenshot in the building so we get in we go through that queue and then they're like passports and then i'm like here and i'm expecting them to ask for this thing and they're like yeah, we don't need to see that. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you're like you're gonna see it because you want to know how much time I just they took on this. Care. They're like, yeah, we don't care. Like, just do you have vaccine cards? And like, yeah, they're like, we'll take those. I'm like, oh, this is ridiculous. Okay, so then we get out of that building, and then we go to the final building, which is basically like the final. I don't even know. It's like crazy. Like all these checkpoints. So the final building, and then they're like giving you the final like. Um, stamp in or whatever or looking at your passport like they've looked at our passport four times now and so then the El Salvadoran guy they're like go ahead and then us they're like y'all are Americans you have to pay <laughs> you have to pay <laughs> what yeah, I mean we're back in the yeah. country the end <laughs> wow so when I went to Honduras, I flew in to Roatan, um, which yeah. just gets a lot of tourists all the time. So it wasn't yeah. that bad, but I know about the pre-check thing. But like I said, it was brand new. So like no one ever asked for it, which was crazy because yeah. we went like it took us forever to figure out how to even do it. Um, and like I had to spend like like an hour on the phone with my brother who lives in Utah, like talking him through how to do the whole thing because he didn't know. And and like it's all in Spanish. So like I had I had luckily found like some website that tells you like what to put in for everything. But like, yeah, and then they never even asked for it. And my brother was like, why did you make me do that thing? And I was like, that's what they said we had to do. (laughs) And I forgot to mention the most frustrating part of it is you remember you have to put in your occupation and it's not where you can write your occupation. It's from a list of drop downs. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. Occupation was not a list of drop downs, but then it's also not like you can leave it blank. So it's like, right. uh, like, what am I going to put here? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So my, it's funny because my mom uh, came, who came with us, she's retired, but she like tutors uh, like uh, kids in reading on the side. And like, um, I was like, well, what do we put? Because I didn't, I didn't find a place that said like retired. Um, yeah, so then I found like option. education. And so like I put it like a teacher. I'm like, she's not really a teacher, yeah. but okay. <laughs> Honestly, she's I not giving me very many options. Like, they don't really care what you put in there. It's just like, well, why don't you let people, like, just write in instead of having to drop down? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, I think they're it, trying to, like, discourage too many people from coming into the country so that way they don't have COVID issues. I mean, yeah, it's I working. <laughs> yeah, right? even the Salvadorian guy was like, it's a pain in the ass to go to Honduras. Like, he's, <laughs> he's it's... Like, it's we don't go there because it's a pain in the ass. I mean, I thought it was worth it, but I was in Roatan. I mean, I've never been to the mainland, so I hear it's a little scary. Um, but it, no, it's not. But actually, no. we we met a lot of like people on our travels who were like, "You were in Honduras, like you know it's the murder capital of the world. Like, how was it?" And I was like, "It's safer than El Salvador." Like, yeah, we went to Roatan at the end, also. Like, so we you did. Yeah, we started in mainland, and then we went over to El Salvador, and then we went back over to Honduras, and we went to Roatan, and then uh, spent, like, the final, like, five days there, and then left. Uh, Roatan's literally my favorite place in the entire world. Oh, it's, yeah, it's really pretty, but um, I think maybe if we had just been, like, getting scuba dive certified, I would have liked it better. It was just, like, I think I like having more stuff to do. Oh, yeah, Roton's really the snorkel place for me. Like, I don't yeah. scuba, but I freaking love snorkeling, and yeah. I saw yeah. the most amazing things in that water. It was yeah. so beautiful. The reefs are awesome there, but um, I don't know. It's like, yeah, I can only, like, really snorkel for so many hours a day for so many yeah. days in Roton. It thing. also depends what part of Ro- like, where where did you stay in Roton, or did you see the whole island? Yeah, no, we saw the whole island, so we stayed in uh, West Bay. Okay, yeah. Which is, I guess, like... That's uh, the the biggest touristy area, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then we took, like, the water taxis down to West End. Yeah. Um, and then we did, awesome. like, you know, we did, like, all the typical stuff, like, go to the sloth and monkeys. Oh, and, yeah, I've got pictures yeah, of, like, the whole yeah. family with the sloths and stuff, yeah. And then we, you know, we went fishing and we went snorkeling and we just, yeah, like a standard, like, beach island vacation. Yeah. See, we, um, the house we rented, uh, was in Sandy Bay and our next door neighbors run a charter boat company and they do, uh, they do these, like, day trips down to, uh, Cayos Cochinos and then they okay. do like deep sea For fishing, fishing. Yeah. and oh my god, <laughs> let me tell you, like yeah. we caught ten, like ten giant tuna. Like they were giant to me. They're probably regular size tuna, um, which which they like filleted on. They filleted one of them on the boat. We got to mm-hmm. eat it as sashimi on the boat on our way home, and then Yum. like we got a couple of them to take home, and then my brother, who happens to be like a master chef. Uh, really taught me how to fillet the fish, so that was really fun. Like learning how to fillet a tuna, and then like he 
grilled them up on our like outside grill and oh my god it was like the best fish i've ever had in my life <laughs> how did you file your fish home because i i found that that's like a problem well we didn't bring it home home we brought it oh. back to our yeah our our home away from home in sandy okay, bay got it. yeah 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 because it was a, it was a big like family trip so it was me and my boyfriend okay. his two kids my mom, who had come from Rhode Island, now she lives in Oklahoma, but at the time she was living in Rhode Island. The, that was like the trip where I was able to convince her to move to Oklahoma. <laughs> yes. And then, yeah. And then my brother and his uh, wife, who live in Utah, and then our friend Bruce, who lives in Oklahoma, like he's she's just like, yeah, I'll tag along. <laughs> oh, that's so, so fun. Yeah, yeah it was a, it was a big, cool. like we rented like a big three-story mm-hmm. house on the beach and uh, it was, yeah. I, I love it. I love yeah, Rotan because it's like the people there are like Okies. Like everyone is just so friendly and like. Yeah, people are friendly, but they're also out to hustle you. Like the locals are big time hustlers. Well, yeah. If you spend your time in like West Bay and West End, definitely. Uh, and yeah. most of the hustlers are actually mainlanders. They're not the local <laughs> Roatan people. So like the local sense. Roatan people don't really spend time in West Bay and West End. So, like, if you want the local Roatan people, you go to, like, Sandy <laughs> Bay and, like, the other parts of the Cox island. Cox Hole. Most of them live in Cox and Hole. Yeah. Did you go there at all? Yeah, we went grocery shopping there. That was that was fun. <laughs> um, yeah, like, my favorite part of Honduras was actually uh, the Copan Ruins. Which are, like, oh, yeah. Really- I saw the pictures you had uploaded on Discord. Yeah. Those were gorgeous. Yeah. I, I so should have told you, there? like, if I knew you were going to Roatan, I would have told you to check out the brewery. I don't know if you went over to the brewery, but that's, like... Uh, no. Well, like, my husband doesn't, like, drink at all, and I don't drink beer, so... Oh, well, I mean, even if you don't interest. drink, like, the restaurant at the brewery is top-notch, and, like, okay. just the area, like, the, it's this little cutout in paradise, like, surrounded by the jungle in the middle of the island, Oh, and like it's cool. just yeah. it's just beautiful there. Um like we didn't like I mean we all shared like a flight of beers just so we could try them but like you don't even have to drink there. It's just like a really cool place to hang out. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I guess oh, you know I didn't really like think like well, I kind of didn't assume that anyone else ha- on the server or anything had been to the places I was going. I mean obviously people have been to El Salvador but so I wasn't really like, hey, y'all, here's my itinerary. <laughs> Have any advice? <laughs> I didn't think about that, you know, that I guess that would have been smart to do. <laughs> yeah. What did bring you guys to Honduras, by the way? Oh, pretty much I just uh, decided, like, oh, Honduras sounds like a cool country that I want to visit. Well, because okay. actually, okay, so actually what was happening was I was like, I kind of wanted to go on like a little bit of a beachy vacation, I guess a little mm-hmm. bit. So I was like, Oh, well like, let's go to Hawaii. And then I looked up prices for Hawaii and I was like, yeah, no, let's go to Honduras instead. That looks like yeah. way cheaper. It's way cheaper. <laughs> you get, you can get there by noon and like, yeah, it's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, cool. So what was the hunting like in El Salvador? Uh, <clears throat> shitty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, oh, Yeah, man, walk us through this, start. like, white key, blue key, white vault, blue vault adventure. Okay, so here's the thing about the keys is you get keys based on the color of the country that you 
uh, downloaded your game in. So if you're from a blue key country and you go to a white key country, you, you're not gonna get white keys while you're in that country and vice versa. If you you know downloaded your game in a white key country and you go visit the, like, the US, Canada, the UK, you're not gonna get blue keys while you're there. Um, you have to ask the devs to like switch you over which um, I did talk to them ahead of time and was like, hey, what's the key situation? And they're like, you're gonna get blue keys. And I talked to Sean, like I messaged him too. And I was like, hey, what was the situation when you were there? And he's like, they had to like manually convert me and it took him like a few days. So I was like, wow, oh, wow. Well, I'm not gonna be there a few days. So uh, <laughs> like, uh, I guess like I will just, you know, use the keys I have, which turned out to like definitely not be enough keys. Um, did you have the 420 yeah, from yeah, that? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, okay, but that so, wasn't enough. Four hundred twenty. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. And here's why: is because okay. <laughs> so Latin America is like laid out much differently than like North America is, in that um, you know, like you're driving around the states and Canada, and like kind of what we're talking about. You have suburbs, and you, you have your main roads, and then you have roads that come off the main roads, and like little shopping centers, and you might have like a vault that's like kind of set back in like a parking lot, right? Okay, so Latin America doesn't have any of that. Like all, everything is just like basically like a shanty built right up to the road. And most stuff is like walking or a lot of people have uh, like kind of like mopeds type of things for transport. Yeah, the dirt so, bikes are like main transportation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so all of the vaults are right on the road, which is like great when you're traveling through on a bus because, you know, you just sit on your bus and you hit all the vaults. That's like super great for that. Um, but what's not super great is the cell service there is like really not awesome, especially where we were. So we were in this city called Santa Ana, which is kind of like in the northwest of, uh, or maybe northeast, I don't know, whatever. You can look it up on a map. Like it's, you know, when I look at the map, it's kind of towards the top left, but I, I understand the country might be rotated on the map, but it, it's, um, it's in the mountains. And so they basically, it's like a mix of 3G and 4G cell service there. Like, and, and actually we ended up driving all the way through to San Salvador, which is the capital and cell service is much um, more stable there, but it still wasn't 5G. And I, I upgraded, like I had my phone switched to an international plan before we went. And then the other problem is like T uh, Honduras and El Salvador, I mean, like they're really small countries kind of close to each other, but they are on different cell phone plans. And so we had a lot of problems with like our cell phones trying to pick up the Honduras network still. And like, so El Salvador is on this network called Tico and El Salvador mm -hmm. and uh, Honduras is on this network called Claro. And yeah. they were having like a lot of interference kind of in the area we were at. And then like, there's so many mountains that basically cell service is just total shit. <laughs> like <laughs> I restarted my game at least 20 to 40 times a day while I was in wow. South. Wow. Yeah. Um, and like what would happen is when you would lose connection in the game, um, I would actually have to restart my phone all the way to restart my phone. So it was super frustrating. And, um, huh. So did you get to go down to Bitcoin Beach at all, or did no, you? No, no, that's like way on the the southwest side. The south side, yeah. Yeah, and there's like there's a lot of phone lag also. So you know you would you would you would hit a vault and then it would like pull up the question and it you know I instantly click the answer and then it would be like a great or a good. <laughs> a lot of times, mm -hmm. you yeah. Get a great or good. <laughs> 
We can still You're like, I know that was perfect. <laughs> yeah, and I even I even got some stuff where it like popped up and I'd never seen this before. And it was like this weird message where it was like um something about like you're speeding or going too fast. Like basically like it you know, times you time, out. Yeah. Like by the time I had it registered that I had like clicked on the ball. I don't know. We're like maybe 30 seconds down the road or something. And so it's like, your, your, your physical location doesn't match where this vault is. Like you get a four second timeout. I was like, Oh, oh my yeah, God. Yeah. And for shitty seltzer. Also, um, it was a good thing that you let the devs know ahead of time, like what the plan was. <laughs> Cause then they would know not to block you, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I if anything, can you please help? <laughs> Well, okay, so um, back to, like, you guys were asking about, like, if the keys were enough. And, well, we were doing stuff every day. So we were going, like, we took a bus to the Santa Ana Volcano. We took a bus, like, to all Mm -hmm. these little villages one day. Um, It's called, like, Ruta Ruta de Flores or something. I forgot the exact name. And then, you know, another day we, like, kind of basically drove the whole length of um, El Salvador. But, I mean, each day I was using maybe, like, 100 uh, 120, 150 keys a day, even, even with all of these like crazy, bad, frustrating, like issues. Like if, so, so there were so, lots of vaults. Yeah. So there are a lot of vaults, like the way that they're laid out, basically, if you were on a major road and someone was driving you and you had a stable cell phone connection, you could just nonstop key vaults. Like it was actually wow. to the point where like, I would do a vault and then, you know, after it was like, give you your words and, you know, take the photo thing, which, you know, no one wants to tweet a photo when you're like grinding vaults. So you would have missed like at, like, at least one or two vaults and yeah, or the next one that you could hit. Right. Cause there's so a straight forest. <laughs> yeah, there's like vaults everywhere. The problem is that they're all system vaults. And so yeah. like we ended up going to probably like six different like sl- town slash cities in El Salvador. Um, and I, in those six cities, I saw two dozers and three user vaults. That was it. I have a silly question. Yeah. Are the user vaults blue or are they white? No, they're white. Yeah, they're white. Okay. Interesting. I have another question. Did you fill the dozers? I did not. Okay, so. Oh, no. I didn't. We don't judge. Wait, does it cost? So, does it? I kind of do, but no, no, I'm I kidding. kidding. <laughs> you don't your board for one, because you know I'm on a bus, like, and the dozers yeah. are like off to the side, so I can't reach. You'd have to get off. But yeah. I, I actually could have filled the crane in Santa Ana, which only had 15 pucks in it, and I was like, nah. <laughs> So do the user vaults require, um, what is it? A hundred. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let me, let me break this down for a second. You could have filled (laughs) the crane in Santa Ana. If you did and you had your headquarters there, then you would have gotten top country rewards, which is a red key. I don't think I would have. Really? I was there at the beginning of the month and I was doing calculation and I'm pretty sure that the people like, okay, so while I was there, I was doing like, uh, I was in the country for like three, three and a half days and I was doing my walking quest every day and doing, you know, all like roughly a hundred white vaults and maybe like one or two green vaults, whatever I could hit. And I was mm-hmm. like five in the country. So oh. It was oh. kind of obvious or I might've been four. Let's it was kind go of obvious 
that other people were doing their walking quest every day. I didn't expect them to be killing it like that. That's good. So I kind of calculated, like, you know, I'm not going to be in this country for the whole month. So if I fill this vault, like, the walkers are going to outdo me on the points, you know? Yeah. Like, I wasn't, I I didn't assume I would stay at the top. And then I kind of would have, you know burned all of my resin and so I filled the vault all the way I would have had to buy some resin anyway so I was like yeah I'm not even gonna get right key out of this this does not mathematically work out in my favor yeah okay well that that makes sense then I I didn't realize they were going so hard I mean that's really good because right walking consistently in there um so they might we're the top locals have uh you remember shot let me see oh uh, I think I did because I was making fun of Sean at one point. I was like, "Look, you're so fourth, like all time. <laughs> you're all my fourth year." Um, He's kind of a pioneer there. I think that's that's <laughs> valid, right? <laughs> this might take me a few minutes. We can we can keep chatting sure. while I like roll through my stuff and see if I can um, yeah find if uh, I wonder. I so. Yeah, go ahead. Do the um do the dozers uh do the user vaults are they the same here? Like they require a hundred resin pucks? Yeah, they do. They okay. Yeah, they require the same amount. Uh-huh. Got it. Yes, they do. Did Did you see any resin trees? I did not see any resin oh. trees. Although I, on the map, if you look at Anakura's map, it does show that there are supposedly some resin trees there i'm not sure if they're still active or if they've been all the way used but like the problem is is like we you know we didn't rent a car in el salvador so i didn't really have mm-hmm. like total control over like where we were going in the city so i couldn't just be like hey there's supposed to be resin tree like over here like i'm just gonna like let's go check <laughs> check that real fast no i was like pretty much like wherever the buses like were taking us was um like, so you, you just didn't see any on the route though no, I didn't see any at all. Yeah. And then, like, when we kind of got more towards, like, San Salvador, which is the capital, I started seeing, like, more user vaults. But, like, in total, the total, the whole time. And we drove the main highway that goes all the way through the country. Like, we drove, like, six hours across the country one day. Um, so mm-hmm. we in, – in, in addition to the two hours coming from Guatemala. So we did, like, an eight-hour stretch across all the country. So with the main – the main highway that spans the whole country and connects all the cities, I only saw 30 user vaults total. Hmm. But we didn't go wow. into the city of San Salvador. And, like, I got on the Spanish, like, the, the local, their message boards ahead of time and kind of chatted with them in Spanish. And they told me there's, like, nobody plays in Santa Ana. You're not going to see anything. And try to bring your user vaults down. But I didn't want to, like, well, first off, I was told, like, kind of, like, um, well, no, that was that was something else. But yeah, like I didn't want to bring them for that. Um, yeah, because I was told like I couldn't really get them approved in Honduras, so I was like, well, okay. But then I didn't want to bring them yeah. in for so that because um, I was like, oh, I don't want to have to like lose all my spots where I play exactly, and, spend and then you have to wait a couple, yeah, wait yeah. a couple of days, and, and you miss out on them. How quickly they would get approved in El Salvador either, because it's like, well, I'm right. not. Here. For a long amount of time so if it takes you know like you know when I put stuff in in Austin sometimes it takes like two or three days you know yeah so I was like mm, they might not even get approved in time so I was like I kind of just I'll just not do that but um 
my my mom and I were putting down her user vaults one day. It was like really early in the morning. It was like six a.m. And uh, we put one down, the flag's there, we go and put another one down, and we immediately get the message that the other one was approved, like, within, like, three minutes. And I was like, Whoa, dang, these guys are working fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never had one approved that fast. That's, really, like, really amazing. Yeah, never. I don't think ever. That's a record. <laughs> I think it was just because it was really super cool. early in the morning, and that tends to be when they do that. But, yeah. Yeah. It probably was like the first one in the queue. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, well, that okay. Deezy from the Berg just jumped in and said, "The one, the only, the Brizzle in the flesh." <laughs> I'm late, but I'm here. <laughs> yeah, he and I just like uh, went in like a bid war on this uh, <laughs> fire VP. I kind of like messaged. We were like, you know, we both knew the end time, and like it was like obvious we're both bidding on. We're going up by five, and I just messaged him. Was like, hey, you wanted like not like. Saturday doing this basically like let's just start like putting in like you know basically like our final bets or whatever like so you know I was like I don't want to be here all Saturday I'm sure you don't want to be here all Saturday and I'm like also just like thinking it about five at a time like we're probably going to end up like putting it to the top of the hot list and someone else is going to like jump in on this so he's like and then like it's like obvious neither one of us actually like had enough for what we were willing to spend. So Deezy, I'm really sorry that I made you spend so much on that BP because like basically like I <laughs> did he win out. it? Yeah, he did because I was like, I'm fucking Worth it. wiping like twenty five hundred blue keys every because <laughs> oh. like, I would yeah. I refused to forge up my keys and I was like, man, I'm getting like a hand cramp and I don't know, <laughs> for like two hours and it was like. I got family stuff to do, like, man, it's yours. But, like, he paid, like, way more. He was going to win it for, like, twenty two forty. had, like, I not, like, been like, yeah, I want this, too. And then, like, at the end, I was like, oh, you, you can have it. So I kind of, I feel bad. Like, basically, he just had Don't to feel bad. overpay because of me. No way. <laughs> he had to like, massively overpay should... because of me. Yeah. It should be there. I Are think you? it should be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Over. <laughs> Someone, um, yeah, all I, is fair in love in the auction house. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah, um, I think Peregrine recently did like a, an economics calculation and found that we have key inflation of 26%. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> so it's like this was not that, this was literally two stubborn people who were like, I don't have a budget. We, like, we've all been there. I mean, yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. yeah, you win some, you and lose now, some. Now, I just saw today. He's like, I don't have enough keys for shark. I'm like, oh, I kind of screwed him on. Oh, that. it was, it was <laughs> the same thing for me. Like when I I bought the chill and then the fire dragon, and then I don't have enough keys for a shark now. I did that to myself. You know, don't feel you guilty. The cubies or the blueprints? Oh, the cubies. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I wish yeah. I bought the blueprints, but <laughs> yeah, I couldn't afford that shit. See, that's I what mean, I mean. Like the fire blueprint. I think I don't know. I. That seems like reasonable to me. Yeah. Just a little bit above two red keys. That seems super reasonable. Yeah. Because well, that so... BP was hard to get. Super I didn't hard. even get it. So don't feel bad about that. <laughs> I do. I, I do feel bad. Like I super made him over a bay at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, gosh. If it, was, the... if it wasn't you, it would have been beats anyways. So. No. Did, you, did, you see what D- did you see what DZ just said? He says he has Oof. zero fire crystals. Zero. Okay, well, what? then that's what you're really going to be paying oh for. Okay, good luck, bro. 
Good luck. Yeah. Good luck, bro. <laughs> oh my I mean, God. hey, you I got. <laughs> I got fire heart. I think Coin Demon, Coin Demon just jumped in. Oh, sweet! Yeah, look at you. You changed your Coin name. Demon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, DZ, if you need a fire heart, I got you. you. Just let me know. Um, fire crystals, though, bro. Good luck. I'll, I'll be bidding <laughs> against luck. you in the auction house. So best of luck to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always bidding on fire crystals. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Limpy, welcome. Auction House Wars, yes. That's <laughs> what we are discussing. Yeah. Um, and, Limpy said they've definitely been through a few. They just keep getting harder. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I spent, I, it was like 3,500 keys just for the fire dragon QB. No, not Ooh, the fire yeah. QB, but the fire <laughs> dragon QB. So, yeah, yeah. I mean... Uh, yeah, but that's just the QB. That, that's not that was a bad deal, actually. Like maybe for the fire dragon. Yeah. Well, right no. after, like less than a week later, another one sold for like thirty nine hundred. So yeah. yeah. Okay. That that blueprint's super rare. It's got to be like the next rare rarest QB next to the vampire. I would guess. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, right. What I mean, would you put above that? Doesn't Beats have one? True Boy has one. Squeamy has one. No. Does Squeamy sell his? No, Squeamy still has one, I think. For Lithial? Yeah. Didn't he I think Squeamy like, might be... Like, two red, like, profit or something? Or was that Ooh. a different he sold for a two red profit? I don't know. You're in the Discord, oh, I think, the... more than both of us, so... Yeah, yeah easily. <laughs> he might have sold the blueprint, but maybe not the QB. He might still have kept a QB for himself. Because okay. I'm pretty sure he's wearing his Fire Dragon QB. No, he... Yeah, he... I was talking about the blueprint. Yeah, sorry. About oh, okay, yeah. So, uh, so shoes in here offering up his 50 fire crystals. Zenny is offering up 2,800 fire crystals, 2,800 fire crystals. I'll take those. Man, I hunted my ass off during that event. I got nowhere near 2,800. You just need to print girl. Like, right. Print that. Maybe she Uh, asked her. Yeah. <laughs> and Bones said, can't wait for trading checks. Come to me, my pretty. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jenny, like, if you print, can you please print that and then build the trading shack? I'll hit your trading shack with the fire QB in it, like, daily. I promise you. Oh, is Zenny near fire. you? He's in Austin. Yeah, yeah Zenny's in Austin. Yeah, yeah. but oh, she's on awesome. the north side, so kind of a pita because, like, Okay, so in Austin, oh my god. Okay, the circle back. I love that you that you just use PETA as a word. Like I've, I've yeah. I don't know that I've ever heard anyone do that. I love that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like to circle back to like the okay, so no one like really plays that much in downtown. I mean, Austin has like a lot of like what I call like ghost vaults. Like early adopters who build a bunch of UVs and then they don't really play anymore. So there's like there's the domain which is like mm-hmm. where Zinni and that's like the north through and that's like it's really like the well biggest built. outside mall in the world. <laughs> yeah, and it's it, crazy. You know, it had like around sixty something user vaults, and uh, after system vault revamp, I think they've squeezed a few more in. So uh, I don't know exactly how many it has because I haven't gone up there since the revamp since system vaults got unfilled. But then there's like um, there's south, and basically like where I play, I created you know got the family to work with me and a few, like some other people and we have like about a like a 40 user vault loop down like where I can walk to all those vaults and then there's like even like deep south there's kind of like this Whole Foods shopping center area that it's got like maybe like 
20 vaults. People's vaults are leaving that area. And then there's also like it's a bunch of inactive players vaults are down there too. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, like um I only hit the domain during events cuz it's uh it's like a 30 minute drive one way with no traffic. Well, you know who I know you have in your area, but you might not know you have in your area. I don't know if anyone knows that this person's in your area. But back when I was doing my research for our episode with Renee, I discovered, well, Renee Renee said that her sister probably plays the most, I mean, outside of Mom Loves You, she said her yeah. sister plays like the most in the, her, the whole family. Her sister lives her in Austin. Austin? Yes. I don't know. I have no clue. But I found her sister and she lives in Austin. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you just got to you just got to go in your in your local like community di- discord and be like, "Okay, which one of y'all is Renee's sister?" <laughs> well, so like it basically Jenny is the most active like female locally other than me, like um on both the leaderboards and like in Discord. Does she look like nice. Renee? I don't know. I don't know. Zenny, is I mean, there something you're not telling us? <laughs> Zenny didn't I don't think she came to the meetup that we did. Um then there's like a hunt, but I don't know. I mean, like I didn't know, so I didn't ask. Um, she kind of maybe looks like Renee. A hunt, maybe. Like the picture Renee has on Discord, a hunt maybe resembles that somewhat. She's very quiet in the chat right now. Zenny, Zenny, spill the beans. Are you Renee's sister? This is a direct question, and you know I will ask you in our local things. You might. She, she laughs. She just says ha ha ha. <gasps> Did we just okay. figure this out? What's Did happening? we just figure this out? <laughs> I think um, I think she's a local Discord uh, channel mod. Mod, yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm really good at my internet research stuff. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like quasi calling him right out. Right? You know, no, I mean cool. like I never use it for bad things. Like. <laughs> I can tell you, like, uh, Mom Loves You does a wonderful job of raising kids. Like, her children are amazing. Like, they are super talented and super smart and super impressive. And, like, and that's the only reason why I was able to find them is because they have an online presence because they need to to advertise how awesome they are. (laughs) Like, like they have their own websites. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I can't. This is crazy. <laughs> what, what did we call it? Oh, what did she? What? I will, oh, um, Zinni, I'm gonna oh, DM just... you later to make conversation <laughs> on this. <laughs> she said, "Ladies of the Hunt sol- solving mysteries weekly." But I, Shu, I feel like there was it was it investigators of the hunt when we did the brand episode. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yes. <laughs> Leave oh. it to the ladies. Well, and K Hag to figure all of the things. And K Hag, yes, yes. K Hag, um, almost everything I find out, he's got an assist on. You know, <laughs> for sure, for yeah. sure. Though, if Zenny's, if Zenny is Renee's sister, he doesn't have an assist on that. I got that one on my own. <laughs> right. Well, it sounds like Zenny is going to plead the fifth <laughs> until sounds we like. get a yay or nay. <laughs> So I'm going with, so you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Awesome. Zinni, we need to have a meetup. 
Yeah. yeah. Me, me, me too in person. <laughs> this is cannot, exciting. Yeah, I cannot wait. Okay, we should probably get back to our yeah. our, our whole outline. <laughs> yeah, let's get back. So we've literally done nothing topic. on the outline, I think. Or I mean, we kind of have, but we kind of keep getting off topic too because <laughs> that always happens. So with like, so, uh, what's my coin hunt world history? And we got off topic from there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean right, question right number one? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, we didn't even get through question number one. Wait. So I I have a question. Um, yeah, go ahead. What if you don't mind sharing? What was the profession that you have that you couldn't find as an option on your uh, Honduras pre-check? What do you do? Oh yeah, I'm a beekeeper. Then cool. That, like, oh, cool. Is not an option. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a little obscure for a Honduras pre-check. I can see why they might not have had that on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, do you have, yeah. like, your own, like, hives and, all, like? Yeah, I personally own over 100 hives that I manage. And then I work about another 80 plus minus hives for clients, give or take. Wow, that's, really that's cool. awesome. When BQB. Yeah. <laughs> give us the buzz. <laughs> oh, my God. Let the puns start rolling in. <laughs> Buzzing in. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait. Would we have a whole family of like bee type QBs? Like we have the the honeybee and then what's your feeling on wasps and yellow jackets? (laughs) They're like a different family. Okay. So if you're going to do a hierarchy for bees, your common QB would be um, the worker bees, which are the female bees, which makes up 90% of a hive. Then your rare QB would be the drones, which are the male bees. They make up about 10% of a hive. And then your epic would be the queen bee. You have one queen per hive. Yeah. That's genius. They totally (laughs) should do that. Yeah, that would be genius. That would be such a fun... I saw, I actually witnessed a um, honeybee swarm recently, and that was super Shoot. cool. I can't even yeah. believe I didn't think of that. QB. Yeah, QB. they're, they're super docile when they're swarming. But... Yeah, so Ooh, baby, we, baby. we need some bee ideas. Just, you know, reach out if you decide you want to do those QBs. I got, I got lots of ideas. We have an expert. <laughs> How are you on <laughs> art? Like, can you draw this, this uh, yeah. QB? Yeah? Yeah, I'm pretty... I'm so you could help great. them with like the design and stuff. Yeah, I I I'm older than y'all, so like when I was doing art, it was before the digital days. So like I'm good on paper. I'm not as I'm not very versed in the, the Photoshop and the digital art. Like I think that's hey, when I was young, was, yeah. digital art didn't exist <laughs> too. Digital. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm good on the paper art. Um, Actually, I was, like, going to go to college originally as, like, an art major. And my mom was, like, like, my ass you wow. are. Like, you won't make any money. Not. So, mom! <laughs> Starving yeah. artist. Yeah. She was not down with that plan for her daughter. So um, I went, I, I uh, got a degree in biochemistry. I was a biochemist for a long time. Cool. And then, um, yeah, Did you I go to school like, in Austin? Yeah, I went to UT Austin. I mean, they had to accept me. I, like, graduated, like, sixth in my high school of 5,000. So they, like, <laughs> yeah, girl. I did the application. Hell yeah. Like, yeah, that's amazing. Before. It was, like, the world's shittiest essay. I read it, like, years later. I was like, oh, my God, how did they accept me? Oh, they had to. Like, <laughs> hey, I went to a college that didn't even require an essay. So oh, wow. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> so 
So, like, when I, well, originally I started out as an electrical engineering major because I, um, in, in high school, I did electrical engineering electives, and they were really cool because we got to build stuff, like, uh, yeah. build circuits and build RC cars and build all these uh, really Yes, cool we stuff. love a STEM lady. Yeah, yes, let's go. got to college, um, they just kind of, like, you know, I went to orientation, and it's a room of, like, a 500, 500 students and me and one other girl in the entire room. oh yeah like, oh man this doesn't look so good and then I went and talked to kind of the advisor and I was like hey like I don't see anywhere where you get a like um like application there's no application because they they show you like your freshman classes but it shows you like the whole four-year plan or whatever I was like nowhere on here is it like where I'm gonna get to build robotics or anything and they're like yeah you don't wow. you're not gonna get to do that until you're a grad student and I was like yeah this is so lame like so I switched out of engineering to biochemistry because I wanted to like do um lab work I like working with my hands a lot and then yeah um, I don't know. A long time after being a biochemist, like you know, uh, when you do well in a career, you get like moved up, and like, what does moving up look like in this country? You get moved to management, and like, yeah, you, know, you push some papers around and like tell yeah, people like, what you, to do. Exactly, you don't. Do yep. As a manager, so I was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna start my own business. <laughs> Good That's for you. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I was, I kind of felt the same way. Like when I was in high school, I actually. Um, wanted to be in go into genetics and I took like oh, when nice. I was in ninth grade I took uh, my local college University of Rhode Island was doing this pilot program where they were taking high school students to test out a new college course that was basically genetically engineering agriculture stuff so we nice. got to like create a male sterile dwarf turf grass like with like just splicing genes and stuff it was really fucking cool that's super cool but i learned doing that that like the fun stuff doesn't happen until you're like way past like college like when you're in graduate level and i'm like i can't just be a drone for like eight years years. yeah Yeah, and just like uh, yeah. yeah well you could have like worked in a lab in college like you get to do fun stuff working in the lab like as an undergraduate researcher or when you go to industry stuff is pretty good on that side too but but I like talking to people obviously <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. don't get to do that in a lab at all <laughs> well yeah. usually like when you're in a, well so I was an undergraduate researcher when I was at UT and I mean you're not well actually I did get paid but a lot of times you're not getting paid and yeah they yes. have like all their grad students basically like working as their slaves pretty much. And, but uh-huh. there's like a lot of people in the lab, like, you know, at a given time, you know, cause the, they're not doing like the actual people with the PhD, like the, the, the doctors, they're not doing any of the lab work. They have to spend all their time writing grants. Yeah. And so they have all their minions doing all the lab work. And so yeah, on a big lab, there's like, you know, five, 10 people in the lab at any given time. So you can be social. Yeah, I, nice. I just, I found it wasn't really for me. Like, I love the concepts, and I love debating, like, the actual research and, like, figuring out, like, where, like, where things can go from here. But the actual, like, sitting there and just pipe it, like, one thing to the next thing. And, what, and it's just 
callus from this petri dish to that petri dish from this and break the callus in half and split it into different petri dishes and like i'm just like oh my god (laughs) boring i can't get to the the good (laughs) stuff (laughs) oh yeah i just i couldn't do it i i needed way more variety in my life (laughs) yeah but hey if it leads you to anything like being a dope ass beekeeper of yeah. how many hives did you say that you have personally 20 uh, no a little over 100 uh, oh my god <laughs> yeah did you yes. did you not see my Jesus. face mama I was like I'm Whoa. sorry <laughs> so is that like is that do you have land like at your house that you do this do you own a separate piece of land that you have it or yes but okay so um that's not where I keep most of my bees. I keep most of my bees on leases. So people, okay. So in Texas, they, in 2012, they, um, redid the ag rules to say that bees now qualify as like a agricultural activity. So, um, in Texas, you get like huge tax breaks on your land. If you're running like cattle or hay or anything like that. Right. Like, so if you're using your land for ag purposes, but the um, minimum acreage for all that stuff was, it was like, 10 to 15 acres, kind of depending. Um, and so people who had land, but they had smaller tracks, weren't able to qualify. So they so wrote, rich people are using you for tax breaks. Yeah. Pretty much. Damn right. That's, <laughs> that's me. So they're rich paying me to, they pay me damn right. to keep bees on their property and keep the bees alive. And after five years of that, they get to qualify for the lower taxes. And then, um, basically after that after one year of that uh, I can move them on to wildlife where they don't have to like pay lease fees for me anymore and they can just reap the benefits of their like sweet sweet 90% tax reduction wow yeah, America business is like crazy exploded because uh Austin and well Austin's in Travis County so Travis County and Hayes County which are the adjacent counties next to Austin is like um their Texas is getting crazy like tax assessment these last years and like just this last year uh everything raised the valuations rate rose by 60 percent the year before oh, yeah. that valuations have risen by like 40 percent so like it's going crazy like people are like the hell do you like my five acre property has like a thirty thousand dollar tax bill and that's mm-hmm. another thing people who move from out of state like, especially California, they're like, oh, like, the houses aren't that expensive here compared to California. And then they get hit by their property tax bill, and they're like, what the F is this? Yeah, yeah. because there's no <laughs> there's no state tax, and so right. state income tax, and so they get so many more taxes with the property taxes. But I'm surprised Californians would be surprised, because Californians' property taxes are pretty crazy high, too. So they my are. Understanding I <laughs> is that y'all's tax rate in California is like 1.2. Is that about right? 1.3. No. For are what you talking it? property taxes? Property yeah. taxes. Yes, the property tax rate. Is that what? Do you know what it is? I don't know what it is, but I know it's not. It's definitely not one percent. I can okay. Google this. Yeah, because I had heard like from people I knew who moved from California. They're like, Dude, I guess it depends. Years, like double. I mean, that's county oh, really? by county usually, right? Yeah. yeah. What, what is yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. It, it totally depends on, like, what, where... What is it where ours, you are, Brizzle? It's, like, 2.3 to 2.4. But the thing is, is that they're appraising stuff really high now. Oh, yeah. 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 
I mean, it, it's like 1% here because I did just pay oh, my tax bill recently. And California has like Prop 13 or whatever. So if you've lived in your house for a long time, you basically get like a huge discount on your taxes. Texas doesn't have that. So That's true. Yeah. If you've been in your house forever, whatever, <laughs> like you, you're getting a little bit of a discount because they can only like, um, like they can only raise you like, 10% every year, but they're doing that. So effectively every seven mm-hmm. years, your taxes double. And then the, your taxes like never go down here. Like they never say your property, like even in a recession, your property is never worth, worth less than it was last year. It always is increasing is how they value it. And then um, yeah. when a property gets sold on the open market, it goes to like that year, the taxes roll to market value. So it gets expensive. Um, yeah. Wow. It's way more expensive than Oklahoma, that's for sure. <laughs> I know that because yeah. when we were in Austin, like, uh, my boyfriend's kid was, like, obsessed with the domain, which, like, to me, the domain is not somewhere that I'd want to live. That's, like, not me. <laughs> the domain's cool because it's, like, completely walkable. Like, you wouldn't yeah. want to need a car to... That's cool. But, like, I like yeah. unique houses with like their own yeah. property like character. I want to have a yard you know I want character yeah so like there were a lot of cool houses that I saw like out like right outside of downtown but um like a lot of the bungalows like I love the bungalow style that you, there's yeah. a lot of cute little bungalows I but I was too. looking at the property costs there versus where I live and it's like three times as much and I was like and your traffic is like we don't traffic doesn't exist in Oklahoma. <laughs> like, it just doesn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you like, can like get to places at at the time that you anticipate. <laughs> yeah, and I can't make any more money living anywhere else because my job yeah. is online anyway. So I, I it makes the most sense for me to live in the cheapest place possible, and you know my money will go the farthest. So yeah. Just, if I didn't I would, already live in Austin and already own a house, I w- one I wouldn't be able to afford to buy here. At least it's, it's, yeah. it's not realistic anymore. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Pretty much everyone who's buying a house in Austin is either moving in from out of state or they already yeah. had a house here, so they're just like selling that house and they, you know, like moving up a little bit in house. You know how yeah. like people do that. Um, yeah. Yeah, like I, I have friends that like kind of missed the window to buy a house and they can't now. Like that's yeah. never going to be a possibility for them. And it's it's they make good money and it's just not happening for them. So yeah, and the yeah, homeless what, population there has gone kind of through the roof. Oh my god, yeah, walking okay, around so, downtown killed me. Yeah. We <sighs> had a we had like. Uh, I think it made national news. We were kind of known as like the homeless encampment city for a while. So Texas is like really regressive in general on, um, we are not like a social welfare state. We're pretty much like a, it, if you can't make it on your own, like we hate you type state that like, politically, mm-hmm. which is crazy because that's also like the same type of people who are like, we love church. So I don't know. There's a weird dichotomy <laughs> there. Like you think they would like help out your fellow citizens. <laughs> but not really. But, um, so Austin, like all the other cities in Texas had all these like really strict rules on the books that were like, uh, like no panhandling, no like loitering on the sidewalks. Like, you know, basically like homeless people not allowed, like, like, uh, you know, 
I think you did jail time or something. Like, I think it was more than a fine even. Well, then they uh, decriminalized that. And so- Yeah, because then you realize you're paying for people to be in jail and- <laughs> Yeah, people right. are going to want to get arrested else- if they're homeless because then they have, you know, square meals and, and shelter over their, house, and- their head. Yeah. So they, de- they decriminalized it and all of the rest of the cities in the state of Texas um, took- the- got like advertised to their homeless populations and said like, Hey, we'll buy you a tent and a one-way bus ticket to Austin. That's what they did. So like Austin got this crazy like expansion of homeless people because we got like the whole state homeless population influx to Austin and then it had been decriminalized. So you could, you could tent camp wherever. So there was like, um, like we call them tent cities. They were all over the city, like huge homeless encampments. Um, so the city obviously like did not have a plan at all for um it was like crazy it was like okay they're going to decriminalize it but you don't have like a, a like a plan for like no housing plan for people like n- no plans for where people will go like it they just didn't quite think it through all the way i guess yeah. is the best way to say that and so then they had kind of had to like walk it back. Like they spent like millions of dollars like renting out a hotel, but it was still like wasn't enough rooms. And it was also like in the middle of this COVID thing. So it was like kind of like really messy. And then um, our governor, who's like super conservative, was like, you don't get this shit under control. I'm going to send like the Texas National Garden to clean that up for you. And like, like it was crazy. Like, <laughs> Oh my God, your governor. Oh, Let's not Texas. Get started. Yeah, we really oh should God. just. We're gonna get back to Coin Hunt and World. Stay on Coin Hunt World. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we should just. The goal is we're gonna try to get some more flyers up in the area, so hopefully our unhoused <laughs> hey. neighbors can start making some crypto. Go, go and, talk. Uh, go to the tent cities and remember Limpy's story. He got a homeless guy uh, to play Coin Hunt World, <laughs> and he got he paid for his own apartment with his coin hunt winnings yeah like, yeah that's right you can't do that in austin you'd have to like come to oklahoma city to get an apartment with your coin yeah. Hunt yeah, right I don't think that's possible here anyway. no like like studios are running for like 1400 like you don't need a single bedroom with that it's it's expensive oh. My mom, ha- my mom just rented the nicest two bedroom I've ever seen in this city. Brand new, full amenities, heated saltwater pool. They give you breakfast every day. Like they have all these scheduled activities. They like take you out on field trips. It's a, it's twelve hundred dollars a month. What in Oklahoma City? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like a senior place, like an active senior place. It's really freaking awesome. But yeah. I mean, and that's, like, the nicest apartment I've ever mom. seen in my life. <laughs> wow. Oh, dude, it's so nice. I, I, I gave when my... When I come to visit, I'm staying with your mom. She's got the saltwater pool. <laughs> dude, they even have, like, they even have apartments they keep open specifically for when people come to visit. They can rent them out as, like, hotel rooms. What? For yeah. when family comes to visit. Yeah. That's That's fun. really swanky. That's oh, so my cool. God. It is the nicest Yeah, that is swanky. Place. And it's, like... For my mom coming from from Rhode Island, where you can't even get a studio oh, yeah, for that, yeah. like yeah. she yeah. was like blown away what she could get for that kind of money. And I've never seen a nicer apartment. Like it's a senior place, so yes, I've seen nicer like high rise downtown apartments. But like, 
for the average person. I've never seen a nicer apartment. So anyway, yeah. Nice. Sorry, I'm I'm like I'm all I'm always so Oklahoma City love like it just flows out <laughs> of me. I love this place so much. <laughs> I I went out um, walking around downtown the other night. And I just had to take pictures and send them to Mama because I was like, look how much I love this city. Look how pretty it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was so nice, though. They were very gorgeous. And I ne- I didn't even realize, like, the architecture is so unique and different. And It's also um, modern because it's so new. Yeah, Everything's yeah. So new. It's, like, new, but it's not um, uh, cookie cutter. Oh, you know? yeah, no. It's and definitely not that's what better. I really like because I'm like there's plenty of of big cities like Denver for example uh that looks I've like everything's stamped yeah. yes and everything mm. is the exact sa- shade of beige you know and like okay same building different block like it's it's great that it's developing but it's developing in such a boring way Oh yeah, where no. like OKC is like developing in such an amazing way. Everything <laughs> totally is different. so unique and wonderful. Like, oh, you just got to walk around downtown. Like, it's just it's so beautiful. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> we should get back on on target. But um, there was one. Uh, Coin Demon had a question in the comments. He says, yeah. "Can bees change roles within the hive?" Okay, so. Um... I don't know exactly how to answer that. Kind of like yes and no. So like the female <laughs> worker bees, um, they through okay, so drones, no, they only have one role. So they're born, their entire role is to go out, um, have sex with a virgin, and they die in the process. And then if they don't have sex, they come home and they just like hang out at the hive and eat. Like that's literally all they do. And Sounds about right. <laughs> like they're, yeah, they're pretty much like uh, – <laughs> freeloaders pretty much they're just like us <laughs> and All then right. uh, the queen like, her, her whole role is to only lay eggs like she doesn't even feed herself a lot of people think that the queen bee makes decisions for the hive but not at all like she just gets like marched around and told where to lay eggs and that's all she does day in and day out she can lay 2,000 eggs a day and um, she gets fed she gets attended to like everything so she's kind of like a little bit of like a slave you know but like head honcho slave and then the worker bees yeah they do change (laughs) they do change roles so when they're first born um they're what's called like uh nurse bees so their job is to clean out the cells and feed the larvae and do all that and then they kind of are housekeeping bees so after the larvae hatch they polish the cells so the queen can lay back in them and then they they graduate from that uh they start producing wax and drying wax um, and then from there, they become um, uh, the foragers. So they go out, they collect all the pollen, all the water, all the nectar. They put all that back in the hive. And then uh, their last role before they die is guard bee. So like the bitch bees that hang out at the door and like sting everyone who like comes too close to the nest. Those are like the old the bitch bees. The old bitches. The cranky are, like, old bee people. Yeah. They're like on their way out anyway. So they're on like, their way out. If they like sting someone, because you know when a bee stings you, it dies. So if they sting someone, yeah. like whatever, they they would their value to the hive wasn't that high at that point anyway. Because they're <laughs> they're just cranky anyway. Life cranky and old. Bees sound so much more like people than I ever would have thought. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> That's I'm fascinated crazy. here. Well, so, <laughs> you know, really Coin Demon wanted to know, because, you know, Coin Demon's a gardener, like, that yeah. he has a gardening business, which, um, and I have a question. So, um, I heard a lot about No Mo May back in May. Is that, like, really a good thing for the bees? Did you hear yes, about it, it at all? Yeah, yeah it no is. No May is really good for the bees. Yeah, okay, okay cool. so. Um, What's No Mo May? Where you don't mow your yard. Is oh, all, okay. like the weeds bloom basically which like in a lot of areas the weeds are um a kind of like a big um flora source for the bees especially like now that everyone likes to stick like roundup on everything and like all the like so horrible nicotinoids in it which is like really bad for the bees so a lot of like pesticides and herbicides and fungicides that people are using it have like additive effects and so maybe you didn't like spray your plant with pesticide you put like an herbicide and fungicide on it that stuff still combines and it gets in the pollen and the nectar and bees take it back to the hive. It ends up in the wax and it accumulates and it's like really toxic to the bees. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, like the weeds grow fast. So if you like, it's like a good nectar source for the bees and the typical like, you know, main spring flow is May in a lot of areas. So it is very helpful for the bees, you know, like uh, collecting dandelion and clover nectar and all that like random weed stuff out of your yard is good. But if you really, 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 like, care about bees and you want to do something good for the bees, plant a flowering tree because um, uh, a 10 by 10 foot square of, like, uh, wall-to-wall wildflowers, the amount of blooms you get out of that versus, like, a tree that takes up that same 10 by 10 foot space, uh, the tree is equivalent to about 100 and... uh, 150 square feet like 150 square feet by 150 square feet of flowers and it only takes up that same 10 by 10 so like what do you have like a type of flowering tree you recommend well yeah but obviously it's it's gonna vary based on like where people live so like in texas like there's this super invasive tree called chinese tallow which is like bee crack and like it's like (laughs) everyone who is like naturalist is like get the tallows out and then all the beekeepers are like yo man keep the tallows they're like dang it <laughs> and then <laughs> where and do then, you stand on that well I'm a little bit outside of the tallow zone I'm uh like so I don't actually like live in an area that's like amazing for beekeeping which is part of why like people pay me a lot of money to keep bees alive on their property for taxes like the main bee country in Texas is like East Texas uh, where like it's tallow galore and um, no one's paying beekeepers to keep bees out there. <laughs> like, beekeepers are like, hey, they can be I put out my there. bees? Like all the commercial <laughs> keepers keep their bees out there. Like, can I put my like drop a hundred hives on your place? Like, yeah. Um, but like in my area. Bee slang. Like, yeah. <laughs> That things that are good for the bees in my area is like Texas mesquite, which is like a, like a trash tree. A lot of people hate mesquite, uh, but it's it's really like it's a good nectar source for the bees. Um, oh, nice! Uh, the know? white crepe myrtle. It's like this variety called Natchez. Is um, oh yeah, it's, it's really pretty too. Yeah, it's really pretty. It's got this beautiful like pendulous globular form to it. You know, a lot of crepe myrtles are not super aesthetic <laughs> yeah that one is like a very beautiful um form um like there's this uh, there's, uh what's this what about the oklahoma red bud uh yeah the texas red bud is is good <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, our state tree so <laughs> i don't know that we have an oklahoma red bud down here yeah we do have <laughs> 
like any of the stone fruits, any like any of the fruit trees that are like you know flowering in like May and stuff are good. Uh, Texas sage is good. Um, oh, did you see so my my uh, Twitter picture of the um, mimosa tree? That's the no, I didn't. But that's a tree that's really like a super attractor for bees. That's the one I was trying to think of the mimosa tree. Nice. Yes. So, um, See, that's what you tons need to plant your. That's what you need Twitter. to plant in your front yard, Corkio. A mimosa. Um, yeah, I might. Yeah. Yeah. So, like Twitter. Yes, I have a Twitter account that I made for Coin Hunt World, and I what is it? I tried to find you today. Oh, the Brizzle. <laughs> it's like I think it's like underscore the Brizzle underscore because of course the oh, okay. was also taken. But um, look, I'm not like amazing at Twitter. Pretty much, I suck at Twitter. I like only retweet the contest and occasionally like I'm like, oh look. It doesn't look like Gia's posted this week on the contest. I might have a shot. So I'll, like, in the contest. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you know, if she or Minnow post, like, they win it every time. I don't know. Like, they mm-hmm. – there's, there's no no shot against that. So um, – And B-Pod. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of yeah, amazing pictures like, out there. Oh, yeah. so there's a couple of questions for you in the chat. Um, Zenny would like to know, do you collect the honey and sell it? Yeah, I do. I do. Nice. Um, Coin Demon How would like to know. How far can you ship it? <laughs> I mean, I guess oh. I could ship it kind of anywhere. Um, yes. Corky would like yeah. to know if she could place an order. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's, it's definitely not grocery store pricing, though. Like, cause oh, yeah, of course. It's different. You get like, um, I only harvest, like, I don't blend hives. So when you buy honey from a grocery store, the honey industry is crazy. Like, first off, when you buy honey from a grocery store, like, it's a lot of times, even if it says local, that just means they packed it locally, not that it was produced locally. So it doesn't right. even have to come from the, the same country that you're in. Um, but so, like, basically, if you actually wow. care about local honey, just anyone, go find your local beekeeper and buy from the person that you know has the hives. That's really the only way to guarantee that. But then, And that's the best thing to do, too, because it helps you yep. with allergies and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then a lot of people will blend their honey, so they'll they'll collect out of like a whole bunch of hives and oh that's why it tastes very homogenous at the store. So if I pull honey from two hives right next to each other, honey tastes totally different because the bees mm-hmm. are foraging like different plants out of each hive and different ratios of plants. So people are always surprised. It's like wine. Wine is all I was like just that. thinking that. I wasn't gonna say it, but I was just thinking that. Yeah. It's like <laughs> the it the viticulture like is just different based yeah. on the hive. Yeah. Interesting. Um, speaking of, uh, Queen Demon would like to know, do you have a favorite tree? And I don't know if that's in relation to, obviously, the bees or just a favorite tree in general. Yeah, so I have a either tree and it has nothing to do with bees. Is it a con tree? <laughs> oh, we got a tree. shit ton of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first off, I love collecting pecans, so like winning right there. But then you know, I love yes. and like Texas is like hot as hell down here, so like pecan trees get big and they put out a lot of shade, oh, and lots of shade, lot of shade. Like yeah, oh, we almost no. every house in in like my area has a pecan tree in its backyard. Wow. Yeah. Like my <laughs> the house my boyfriend just bought for his parents down the street has like a giant pecan tree in the backyard and it's already grown its pecans for this year. Oh, they don't produce cool. every year. They do like every yeah, other year or every three it, sometimes. Yeah, they produce, but... It's biannual most of them, like biannual yeah. bears. Oh, biannual. Well, like I okay, so Austin is like on the edge of this. It's called the um, uh, Edwards Plateau. 
and like it's like a limestone shelf and then east of austin is like the deep clay soils and so a lot of austin is on this like you have like maybe like a foot or an inch of topsoil and then it's like solid limestone and so wow. it's tricky for the pecan trees in a lot of the areas but there are parts of the city that have like deeper alluvial soil and they've got like hundred year old pecan trees in those neighborhoods and they're really wow. nice but for like i have a pecan tree in my backyard i think the original owner planted and the pecan tree was like shit every single year like mid-shoot i'm like dumping like a thousand gallons of water on a week and it's basically like i'm dying like <laughs> that's crazy yeah. because like we have limestone crazy droughts oh. regularly like it has it's rained once like this whole summer and the pecan trees do great like they don't give a shit if they get water here because <laughs> you probably have those deep they're not needy soils. Like, it's yeah, all on, clay it's yeah. just all red dirt and clay yeah, yeah. so just hold so i'm on limestone yes. like uh if i go down about a foot and a half i hit limestone and so that's a problem yeah yeah i have can't a, get much I have water a honey in there. question Mm-hmm. Um, so you might Sweet. have heard, like, I'm on the board for a vegan animal rescue. And there's, like, a big vegan controversy with honey. Um, and, I, and I don't know if you know about the vegan controversy with honey. I because, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, for those that don't, like, the whole point of vegan is to not take advantage of any animals, right? And bees are an animal, I guess mm-hmm. insects are an animal. So yes, yeah. bees are an animal. And so, but it doesn't actually, it, it, it's not, it doesn't cause them harm as far as I know. So my question is, would you consider honey vegan? And does us taking their honey, like cause them any harm in any way that maybe we don't think of? Okay. So, um, I, I, I don't know how to answer what I like classify it vegan or not like I think that's up to the individual vegan to decide for themselves of course um I will say that I have been vegan um on and off at different times in my life and I did not have any qualms with honey like I ate honey during those times um so, so what's the difference between honey and milk then in in perspective so like uh Because they're harvesting it rather than producing it? So I was vegan for health reasons, which is a little bit different than, like, animal cruelty reasons, which a lot of people are vegan for those reasons. Um, You know, like, so from a health perspective, like, if you read the book, like, Eat to Live, I don't know if y'all have read that. That's a really good book. Y'all should all check it out. And you will be like, oh, my God, I need (laughs) to mind eating. But um, for sure. So, you know, from like the health and I have like genetic factors in like my family tree that predisposes me to some <clears throat> less than ideal things. So yeah, eating on the healthy side is kind of important for me to um kind of like to answer your question. Okay, so like uh from I don't know, like from my perspective, like drinking cow's milk. Well, first we put growth hormones on the cows and we use all the antibiotics. And there's like a lot of like nasty stuff we're putting into the cows that is like transferring out through you. And then if you look at how like milk is like commercially milked, like if you, it's just like gross. Like they have, it's horrible. Cows, like they can't move. They're in these little pens. Like it's crappy. It's less humane than actually eating a steak. I mean, yeah, like, sure. Living a sure. natural lifestyle, and they a lot of times their udders have like cysts. They're infected, like, 
that's just gross okay so like um it you know the inhumane conditions if, if i'm gonna like you know when i like if i was like i am gonna drink some cow's milk that's cool i'm gonna go down to like the farmer down the road that's got like the 50 nice. acres that lets her cows free roam and then she milks them in the morning okay like that would be what i would do but uh, um so like for um to kind of like answer that question like for me it's like also, like, I'm lactose intolerant now as an adult, so, uh, you know, drinking cow's milk is kind of a moot point anyway. But, like, mm-hmm. with bees, um, they're still, like, living the way bees would, like, just, like, naturally live, right? Like, you're not sure. finding them to anything weird. Uh, they're just, they're building their combs and they're living and then you go take some combs or you um, so combs and collect some honey and put the combs back in and they can refill them. Uh, and then the other thing is, is, like, you're literally when you're eating honey, you're eating bee spit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what you're eating. Bee spit. But I was gonna ask, so like does it really take from bee- them though? That's what I was um, gonna ask. Is like are you if, are we are they missing it? Like okay. No, not if you like know what you're doing. So okay, bees are like the ultimate like hoarding animal or insect so they miss it they're super hoarders okay so yeah so in august okay so they're just like us when they're <laughs> happening that's called the flow okay so the flow is when the amount of nectar being produced is more than what the bees need and then when uh what they want or to use is less than what's being produced that's called the dearth and so during the dearth so during the flow they like build a bunch of comb and then store the surplus and they like make themselves like way more honey than they need um and then during the dearth they eat through that and then um you know they don't always know how it's going to be year to year so they that's why they're like super super hoarders well what happens is in the dearth if like you're messing in the hive and you break open some honey or like you put out sugar water or you have a soda open like this is why bees get people get bees on their sodas in summer like the bees are always trying to hoard so like even though they have a pantry with like 10 times the amount of food that they could eat this year they're like oh my god there's food over here let's go steal all the food from this other hive or like let's go drink all the soda like let's store so they're disaster preppers yeah. yeah, there's literally never enough for the. They fit in great in Texas. Then there's lots of preppers in Texas. <laughs> if, if you put out sugar water for the bees year-round, they would just drink it. Like they would never be like, "We have enough." They would just be like, "Cool, like let's hoard more." So like, <laughs> basically, yeah, that that's to say, like if you don't steal all their honey and you take like a very reasonable amount like they're not even gonna miss it because they could never eat it and like the the easiest way to do that is you pull the following spring so you you don't pull anything that fall or winter they have enough food for the summer dearth well because we have two dearths here we have summer and then we have winter and so we have spring flow and a fall flow so you spring flow and then they eat it in summer and fall flow they eat it in winter and then the next spring you go in and usually like there's still a lot of honey in there Okay, so that's good. So that's like, good. Okay. If there's like a major drought or something, then mm-hmm. they might miss it a little bit, but they always have enough. And as long They're as you to... take in moderation <laughs> and responsibly. So, yeah. Established hive, if you're not, if you're, yeah, well, I have a, so I don't operate my hives the way a commercial beekeeper does um, because that's mostly like big ag and like they're, they need to make like, 
a profit and like the, a certain amount of profit each year. So, you know, they're moving their bees around the different pollinations they are going out to the almonds that cost them money. They're, that they're getting paid to truck to the almonds. They bring the bees home, they make splits, they make a honey crop, like, and they will take all the honey or almost all the honey and then feed their bees sugar water because they can sell the honey for more than then they can, they sell the honey for more than they buy the sugar. So they take all the honey off the bees and then they just feed them sugar water. And then the bees basically backfill and, and live on the sugar water. Like, I don't do that one because I'm like kind of lazy. And two, I'm like a naturalist and I have like a, like a, biochemistry background and I view beekeeping from like a view of like natural selection and like I I beekeep for different criteria and so yeah I'm basically like there's a balance yeah like way less like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take all your resources and then create more work for myself to like feed you also like harvesting honey is like a pain in us it's a lot of work so you know like wow I don't want to like, make all that extra work. and like generally like if you're a beekeeper you're like you make bees or you make honey those are kind of like the two paths and I'm more like on the make bees side of things so I kind of try to avoid dealing with honey as much as possible <laughs> so I don't harvest like a crazy amount of honey off them uh pretty much like when they get honey bound and I have to is when I'll like take honey off them um so they can hoard so much that it's bad for them. I mean, they're getting stuck in it. <laughs> not really bad for them. Okay, so like when you hoard so much, like you have nowhere to do anything else in the hive. You've brought so much honey in. It's called backfilling the brood nest, and so the queen has nowhere to lay. So that's the signal to them, like, hey, we're on a super strong flow. We should reproduce, which is a swarm. Like they reproduce by fission, so it's like they send half the hive out to go look for a new spot. I did a bunch of research on this because I saw it happening and I was like, I need to yeah. know exactly what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So See, I'm like, I need to run away. Yeah. Well, no, the bee swarm is cool awful. because like they're not, well, it was terrifying. I walked outside my house and it, all I heard was tons of buzzing and I look up yes. and I'm like, there's bees everywhere and I find that they're concentrating on this hole in my neighbor's tree. And I'm yeah. like, girl, oh. that is so funny because the same thing happened to me like two weeks ago. And I totally for- forgot to bring it up on like interesting things that we saw on our walk. But uh, we literally <laughs> walked like right through a, sh- a swarm and I was with the dogs by myself. And I was like, uh, go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah. But they're, they're, they're super docile then. They like are. they're not going to yeah. hurt you. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. but I just, once you hear it, you're just like, it, it okay, is, abort mission. It's super <laughs> like, scary. It's a scary like, sound. Like, just walking through it? No, I had no idea. It wasn't even, I didn't even see them. Yeah. So I just didn't want to disturb any of them. And I didn't want them to s- disturb me. <laughs> so, but so sorry. they can get honey bound, but if that happens, they, then they start they'll a new swarm. hive. They start, yeah, yeah. they'll swarm. And so, um. Okay, so bees kind of, okay, so there's like our species and case species, if you go back to like your genetics class, and like bees are the species that like, they have like a shotgun approach, like they don't basically care for their offspring, they just try to send out as much offspring as they can and like kind of, you know, see what sticks to the wall. So a colony yeah. might send out like four, five, six swarms a year knowing that those swarms aren't going to make it. Like on average, 25% of swarms actually build up enough comb and store enough food to successfully overwinter the next that winter and make it onto the next year to become an established hive so you know mm-hmm. bees just send out swarms like as much as they can like with the understanding that like evolutionarily the more they send out the more 
shots they have at strength in numbers goal. Yeah, yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah wow so I'm learning she's... so much. I know. Oh, man. I love yeah. it. Like a whole separate this feels like, like a TED talk, po- right? <laughs> um, <laughs> like a lot. So Shu asks, uh, "I may have missed this, but if it was answered before, but does the Brizzle have one of those beekeeping suits <laughs> with the big funny hats? Big uh, cool, cool <laughs> hats. They're cool. They're not I have They're like cool. six suits." Um, yes we are half suits and three are full suits um so i'm in texas which is like the africanized bee zone so the bees down here are like quite a bit bitchier than bees on other areas so if you get on youtube and you're like oh beekeeping and you see these people like working their bees without a veil and bikini dude those guys live in the north they do not live in the south that shit does not happen down here like people <laughs> eat it up down here like yeah i'd imagine <laughs> i wouldn't be fucking around with uh hundreds of thousands of bees without some sort of protection on a daily basis watch on youtube and think they're gonna do and i'm like yeah okay no (laughs) people people do some dumb shit (laughs) yeah but um and it does not to say like the bees are gonna like murder you down here i mean oh no you will occasionally run across those colonies but they're definitely like their temper (laughs) is more wild in other areas i guess like the genetics have mixed and they're like it can be spicy so and like um, the strength in numbers thing like if there's thousands of them like just the possible you know statistically speaking the possibility of you getting stung is very high so the, <laughs> like, the average colony has like um like an average size colony established colony has 30 to sixty thousand bees but you can oh tell, gosh. like, you're messing with the hive if you're, like, going to get stung. Like, you, they they grow louder. Pheromone, um, and it smells like the fake, like, Laffy Taffy banana. So if you are smelling that, hmm. you know, like, Did you, not know that. you've pissed these bees off. And basically, they're going to be buzzing you and trying to, like, sting your suit and that kind of stuff. But, you know, when you've got to work bees, it's mean yeah whatever you just suit up and you gotta power through it so if you're yeah. near a hive and you smell laffy taffy banana that's when you need turn to around leave. Dude, yeah turn around don't drown near a hive and you smell that yeah i would run away from there because those bees are like crazy like i've only once come across the hive down here and we are pretty notorious for having like really defensive bees like there's only one time where I've, like, I've removed bees out of structures, too, as part of what I do. And so, like, I was coming up on this house. They hired me to remove bees. And I was about, like, 20 yards away, and I smelled banana, which is, like, completely abnormal. Like, you normally don't ever smell banana until you start opening the colony. Like, you know. Like, you hadn't even messed with it yet, which means someone else was messing with it. No, no one else had messed with this hive. These bees were, like. Just, just naturally like that super, super crazy. yeah they're super 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 aggressive this is what i would call aggressive bees is like if they come out and they're attacking you and you have not disturbed them they're no longer defensive they're now classified as aggressive and they're they're dangerous like i classify those as dangerous bees and they were they were like super crazy temperament like um like the skunks that they were you just had like last boring, week boring, <laughs> the skunks terrorizing them terrorizing the path i had some skunks chase me last week so she's she's saying that the the bees were like the skunks that chased me yeah (laughs) it's just 
Feral terrorizing everybody. <laughs> yeah, these these are really aggressive. So yeah, if you if you have if you smell bananas, that's a problem. <laughs> Call like your local beekeeper. Hive. Yeah, that's a real problem. Hive. <laughs> you should never smell laffy taffy. Basically, just walking by a beehive. <laughs> yeah. So um, did everybody learn remove- something today? If you remove bees from structures, is this something you have to do locally or is it something you can do while on vacation? Like, do you want to come to Oklahoma City and remove no. the bees from my next door neighbor's tree? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't have any And you please. Them. That's no. not happening. Yeah. But what if I know people with, with like, farms? That would be happy yeah, to have still them. still not doing it. I'm on vacation. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Also, also, it's a lot of work. Um, it's like yeah. like the average removal takes like four to seven hours. So I don't like, I you know, I charge people locally to do that. Like people are like, but you're getting bees. It's like. It's no, no, that's not how it like, works. I'm helping not you, bitch. my for own me. bees. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. For me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> People are um, like, I don't understand. Don't you want to save the bees? And then, like, oh, do not the guilt trip. Sorry, man. Like, you have a problem and you're asking for a solution. <laughs> yeah. If Solutions cost some money. Free, I will tell you the equipment to buy and have fun with that. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy so your re- body full of welts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, Weirdos. People are so welt. weird. I don't well anymore from stings. Like really, um, yeah. I just get a small red anymore. Dot. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, I've been stung thousands of times. So I actually had never been stung at all before I became a beekeeper. I was actually deathly afraid of bees before I became a beekeeper. Like I would what? scream. Yeah, I would run away and scream if a bee came near me. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So I, what? I what changed? Okay, so. Um, the way I ended up doing beekeeping is my husband used to make mead, and for um, people who don't know that, is it's like honey wine. So instead of making wine from grapes, you make wine from honey. It's called mead. Um, but uh, you know, getting local honey is like is not cheap. It's kind of pricey, and so he was like, "I don't want to pay for this because it takes like uh, it takes a lot." To make a gallon of mead, it takes three pounds of honey. So at the time, he was spending about, uh, this was, I don't know, a really long time ago. So he was spending about $30 on just the honey for the one gallon of mead. So he's like, I want I want bees. I just want to make my own honey. And I was like, yeah, like over my dead body. That is like. <laughs> and so then like, like after like 10 years of him every year being like, I want this. I was like okay fine but like maybe but I'm not touching the bees and I have to have like the most extreme full body suit that's like super protective that ever was and I'm not messing with these bees and he was like okay so we I had a beekeeper I got linked up with beekeeper friends and I got um, some bees that she removed out of a structure and like we started with that and they were they were like really fascinating. They were like really cool, and they weren't like crazy, and they weren't trying to like you know murder me or anything. And so <laughs> I would go, like go out with him and check the bees, and then I was like, oh, these bees are pretty cool. And then we talked about how much honey he wanted to produce for how much meat he wanted to make. So I was like, oh, it sounds like you need like like four hives or something. So I was like, okay, well, like um, I started like going with this other person on removals and like 
helping and he's like do you, do you want the bees and i'm like okay sure why not like i'm new i don't know anything so it's like anyway whatever it just went crazy from there and like long story short my husband had zero interest in actually being a beekeeper he just wanted the honey and as soon as he realized like i was willing to like do all the beekeeping work he was like hell yeah man she's gonna like do it all for me and then i was like man i might as well like monetize this <laughs> so, I don't know, right? so does he still make the mead <laughs> um yes he does but he doesn't drink it so because he he can't like really drink anymore so this last year um we entered his mead into like the texas beekeepers association like contest and it it won like overall it won for the whole convention awesome well if he makes it but he can't drink it i can (laughs) <laughs> yes <laughs> we'll volunteer as tribute yes you would like you'd have to come down to austin there's very very strict rules on you don't alcohol have to tell me twice. In our <laughs> we cannot ship anything mm-hmm. lest we be in trouble <laughs> how about we are, how- i'm familiar with your abc stores and the fact that you cannot buy hard alcohol wait is it hard alcohol or any alcohol on sundays you cannot Still. buy um Okay, liquor stores have to be closed on Sundays, and beer and wine can only be sold after noon, like 12 p.m. Um, after church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In general, uh, <laughs> you cannot, you can't buy liquor at any place other than a liquor store. A liquor store. Or like a grocery store or anything. You have to go specifically to a liquor store to buy hard liquor, and then they have to be closed at nine. And then there's a lot of counties in Texas that are still dry counties. For those of y'all that don't know what that is, you can't buy alcohol at all. So you think that's bad? Rhode Island, but you can have guns. Like in Rhode Island, you can have guns. The only place you could buy alcohol in anywhere in Rhode Island is what we call the packy, the package store. You have to buy any alcohol in a liquor store. They are all closed by nine p.m. They are not open on Sundays. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, if you decide last minute to throw a party on a Saturday night, you're driving to Massachusetts to go to the liquor store because like you got yeah, well, you can't at do least anything you have that option like for me to drive out of texas is like oh, yeah. 12 hours so. well <laughs> Oklahoma, you might you might get lucky so oklahoma had very similar laws about two years ago they changed mm. they completely changed so now we have um you can buy hard alcohol in grocery stores they're open on sundays oh, wow. like they they totally changed that and now we've got breweries all over the place that are awesome. Like, so who knows? There, there's a possible good future, possible. Yeah, I don't know. Like Texas is, Texas really is like if it's gonna make money for the big wigs, yes. Otherwise, yeah. I'm not really interested. In well, that's <laughs> why it, it changed here is because of the whole yeah. like. The, the distributors, the alcohol distributors, okay. like it actually made more sense for them because they were going to make more money. Okay. So, yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, yeah. It's about just, the money. Texas also historically has like really high drunk driving record. Or, uh, oh, yeah. State, so we're not exactly the most responsible state for imbibing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Coin Demon says Nor- Northern Ireland has similar drink laws. I feel what? like. Well, yeah, no, it makes sense. Rhode Island and Northern Ireland, uh, Catholic, extremely Catholic. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Rhode Island when I think is... of Ireland, I'm like, uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Aren't the pubs open at like 4 a.m.? Like 24 sets? I don't even know. But yeah, like... it's got to be a Catholic thing because Rhode Island is 93% Catholic. Between the Italians yeah. and the Irish, wow. it's all Catholics. Like I was the that only not Catholic that I knew. <laughs> so... Yeah. So, sorry, I want to catch up on the chat really quick because I saw a comment from um, Trinity Black. I don't know if you know who that is, uh, mm. Briz, but uh, mm. they said, hope you got a decent return on white paint. Um, no, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> did wow, you get the white, the white paint? <laughs> did you get the, the white blueprint? <sighs> yeah. Okay. So here we go. I, um, let's, yeah, let's get back. Let's on circle back really quick. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I think that this is actually really important for people to know. So sorry, it's happening two hours into the stream. (laughs) But um, I took statistics while I was there so that people who, you know, didn't live in El Salvador would actually know what was up. Okay, so it's not very hard to get the blueprint. Um, I got it on vault number 16 and my husband got it on vault number 38. Nice. Um, That's pretty good. So So that's like the green yeah, it drops like more like the green and the yellow type of blueprints. Like it's, okay. it's a pretty easy to get blueprint. Um, if okay. you go down with your, you know, keys, you're going to, I mean, you know, we got it. We both had it within like the first 30 minutes that we were playing in the country. Of course, we're riding on a bus, kind of like what I talked about earlier. It's just the constant. If, yeah. if I think the biggest thing is getting your internet to work there. I mean, your cell service blows. Right. Anyway, but yeah, um, so that's like the biggest challenge. So it's pretty easy to get that blueprint. Now, the other thing is kind of like I talked about, there's like almost no um, user vault infrastructure in a lot of the cities, pretty much all of the cities outside of San Salvador, which is the capital city. And so you're hitting a system vault. So the drop rate on resources is like abysmal. So my drop rate was 33%. So, you know, that's right. like really, really bad. And then and what are the drops? If you don't mind me asking, is uh, it still the same? Like 25 and, uh, yeah, it is like the, 25 paint and then yes, it's uh, variety. And then it's like the 25 to 500 resin variety. Yes. Right. Right. So it does have, but it's same. just more scarce. Um, well, okay. because the resource boxes because you're system hitting vault. system vaults percentages and they have a oh, much okay okay yeah 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 in I general. calculated okay. my drop rate on the system vaults to be 33 percent yeah right so one yeah that so seems then, like, like about average yeah. so then would um, you by say the way, like a quarter of that was paint was white paint um Oh, that's a good uh, question. Yeah, I would have. In my head, I'm thinking it's all white paint. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's less no. than a quarter. Okay, so the most common color is green. The second most common uh-huh. color is white. Then uh, I personally like blue and yellow were tied for me, and then there was red. And then, and so you then, were spot on with you. All of the vaults that I did the whole time I was there, over 400 vaults, I got exactly zero purple paint. No wow. purple paint. The whole time I was in that country. So I wow. don't know if purple paint doesn't drop from system vaults there. Do, have or, you messaged um, Strawn about that? I haven't, but uh, I guess. Oh, we need this info. Crazy. Um, I'm yeah, about to so, send him a DM. Um, oh, and Shu brought up a good point. Did you hit any happy hours while you were there? 
I did not hit happy hour. White paint does not drop from happy hour though. Right. Um, okay. I knew that going in that it would not drop from happy hour. Um, the, so the, the problem that I kind of mentioned was that I didn't have. Okay. Me R, too. So right. um, it's super easy to hit a lot of vaults when you are um, like on a bus or something. Um, mm-hmm. But every time happy hour hit when I was in El Salvador, it was not during daylight hours. And I would, you don't want to go out. I, you don't want to go you know, out. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It was, I wasn't going to go out alone as a single female. El Salvador, Absolutely. I'm perfectly safe, but it felt sketchy as hell to me. Even not in a place you don't know. Couple, like, the wicked for hundreds. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, felt safe no, But never in a place you don't know. And then the other thing is, is like the way that the vaults are laid out with like in the cities, like, it's system vaults and so like I if I were to like you know walk for the whole hour I probably really would have only been able to like reach 10 vaults anyway so yeah I didn't feel so like not it worth was it. like a great uh like it yeah it was like yeah not happening for me but um yeah. okay so the other thing is uh did anyone have any more questions on that before I keep going through like stuff not that we saw that's different okay mm. nope. yeah so it's like white is the second most common color but it's pretty rare i also never got white to drop from a green vault while i was there so i was hanging between greens as i could hoping for a hundred drop on white i don't know if it's possible to drop from a green vault or not but i also didn't i wasn't able to hit like a gazillion green vaults uh while i was there yeah would would you say the green to the green vault ratio there versus in the states is about the same like how many green vaults did like unique green vaults yeah, did I you mean, see I think it's good like it, it's certainly better than where I live. <laughs> oh, there was more? Yeah. Um, How many unique ones would you say? I, it's hard to say. Okay, so, like, um, you can, like, pull up the map. Like, I ended up hitting, like, five or six unique ones, but that's basically okay. just because, you know, like, where I had access to, like, if a green vault was on the road. Like, I probably saw, like, 30 or 40, though, but, you know, I can't reach them wow. like, off to the side as I'm, like, driving or whatever. And I didn't even go mm-hmm. into, like, the capital, and I'm pretty sure that the, um, there's a lot in the capital. Um, someone posted a screenshot off topic the other day of, like, I think it was the Philippines, and showed, like, there are blue system vaults in the Philippines. I don't know if those exist in El Salvador. I never saw them. They, it, that's what I was there, imagining. Like, I imagine From my experience. I imagine blue system vaults being like our green system vaults. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like scarce. White system vaults, and then they have green system vaults. And I never saw a single blue system vault anywhere. So I don't huh. know if they're there or not. Um, I didn't That's interesting. That we is traveled, interesting. Yeah, again, we traveled a fair bit of the country, but we never went into the capital. So they could be there. Um, the other thing that's different is that the key return drops. So um, white keys drop in duplicate when you get a key return. So they don't drop as singles like we get here. And the drop rate is not great. So be glad that you live in a country that is blue key. <laughs> I was just going to ask you. Well, I've been dying to ask you because like you said, you were you had to kind of ask the devs to, I mean, not kind of, you did have to ask them because just getting white vaults or getting white keys isn't possible based on where you started the game so my follow-up question to that was like what is the return rate and what does that look like like when you're hitting all of these white system vaults because obviously we know like the resource return rate is already so low Mm -hmm. so 
So my, I calculated out my uh, personal return rate was 6%. So I'm guessing that it's probably oh 5%. I'm guessing Robbery. On a large average is probably like a 5% like key back. But I mean, I guess you do get two white keys. So maybe. So that it's like 10%, 10% if you're. Yeah. It's that's low. crazy though. Hardcore hunting. <laughs> low. Like, I don't even know oh. what that is. Yeah, that's yeah, so disappointing. Yeah. So okay. Come so on, the- illusion weaver. Let's fix <laughs> these fucking numbers. What so- the hell is that? <laughs> so I was uh, what? You know, so like I used all of my keys and I got eight hundred white paint. That's it. That's all the white paint I got. And uh remind four hundred yeah. 400 for the blueprint? 420? Uh, yeah. No, no, no. 420 keys, I'm saying. Oh. And I got it, 800 white paint. And how, how much does it take to print the white QB? 500. So I was really hoping I could get enough to print two white QBs, but I couldn't, and I ran out of Wow. Keys. And the thing is, is I probably could have hit, like, another 300 vaults on the way out, but I ran out of keys at, like, 3 a.m., and so it's not like I can be like, yo, devs, can you just, like convert me to white keys or hey can you actually what would have been amazing is if i had been like if they had been like we noticed you're in a white key country would you like to downforge your blue keys that would be super super helpful or like your walking quests if you could get walking if you could get keys for walking that were white instead of blue on your walking yeah sure that would still help but like let's say i want to go back to el salvador i want to go to the philippines i now have no white keys so like i can't even like like, like, let's say I flew to the Philippines next week. Um, I'm going to start with, like, and I'm like, please convert me onto the white key system. I'm going to start with, like, eight white keys for my first mystery box. Like, I'm not even going to have enough keys to, like, really, like, you know, play while I'm there. Like, you mm-hmm. really need to go in with keys ahead of time. So I don't really know what the solution is. Like, I think being able to downforge your keys when you go to, like, a white country would be super valuable. I, I mean, because there are, yeah, like, it was tricky, like, it's three in the morning and I'm like, there's like, you know, there's four more hours before I left the country that I'm just driving on the road. Oh, and happy hour hit then too. So I could have actually played that happy hour, but <laughs> I was out of keys and like, I can't really ask them at three in the morning. Like, uh, can, you, can you please help me? Can you help me or whatever? Although I did like later on when it was like a more reasonable time, I was like, can y'all do this? And they were like, well, put in a ticket. But it was still like, I I wasn't going to be able to like hit a mystery box while driving or like do a walking quest. So it wasn't really going to work anyway. Um, So, yeah, I do think that they, especially because they're starting this like travel leaderboard in the upcoming months. Like I do think that they really need to put some thought into how they're going to manage keys for people who are like crossing Crossing, traveling to other countries that aren't their natural like um, country key color. Um, yeah. And again, Dev, or their if, country of origin. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys want to chat with me about this, I'm like more than happy to give y'all ideas and like tell y'all like my experience more. Uh, Illusion Weaver KKP. If y'all are listening to this and want to like see me on. Discord, oh, they I'm listen. Super, you know. super happy to like <laughs> talk more. Um, like different ideas for um how to do that like you know like and i know that there are other people in north america who like they just straight up forged up all their white keys that they were given at one point well like if they travel out of the country they're in the same so that's a mistake 
<laughs> yeah, just, that was I dumb. Spit mine, but like, you know. Yeah, so you did. I, you did it the right way. But it, <laughs> At yeah, least if you got like, them, I, you're I, gonna spend them while you're there. You know, that's why I want to say like, okay, so yeah, the paint is real hard to get. Like, I'm gonna be honest. Like, and it shouldn't be that hard when fucking green and yellow paint drops like it's it's probably i don't even know what to compare it to bees user vaults right like user vaults have like i would have been getting the double the paint drop yeah common should be common but it's system vaults because there's not a lot of vaults built up in that country especially in certain cities like i mentioned like San Salvador, which is like the second biggest city, or no, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Santa Ana, which is like the second biggest city, which is where we are, but it's up by the mountains. There's two user vaults in the city that I saw, and I didn't see a single dozer. So, and the, on the El Salvador chat, they were like, dude, no one plays out there. They were, they warned me ahead of time. They were like, if you can bring your vaults down, you probably should try to do that. Um, it's just, yeah. Like, you could see if you were going to be there for like a month, like kind of yeah. how Sh- Strawn was. Yeah. Sh- sure. Yeah. yeah. That would and make he, sense. He but... did play. He was like more down on the beach and he was in San Salvador. Mm. So he was in like the capital. So Bitcoin beach area. Yeah. For him. Yeah. Actually, even though I wasn't in Bitcoin beach area, I did take photos. So we went to like a little street festival for a little like Pueblo, which is, you know, basically like a little Sick. town down there. And the vendors selling all their street food, and it says, like, in Spanish, we take Bitcoin. <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. I was like, oh, my that God. That is sick. You yeah. can buy food out of my Apple wallet, which I didn't Oh, wait. <laughs> so, yeah, while we're on that note, let's let's try to hit a couple of points on our notes here. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, but... Oh, wait. So... Yeah. Hold that thought. Okay. No, please. Yes. Okay. So Interrupt me anytime. Another thing about the vaults. Okay, so the user vaults down there, uh, if you hit a white user vault and you get a perfect, it pays you five cents. And if you hit a system vault and get it perfect, it pays you one cent. Because they're boosted right now, right? Because they're in that boosted mode. Yeah. But I thought that the seems like the opposite of boosted. Being boosted is <laughs> supposed to pay you two cents. I don't know, though. But that's that's what the payouts are currently. And like yeah. I said, the cell service is like is crap down there so even when you hit perfect you get a lot of greats and goods um okay so oh and then someone asked about the return on white paint yeah so no i didn't get a great return on white paint so like three days ago uh someone sold like 220 or three 375 white paint yeah 375 white paint and they sold it and it closed at like 270 piece so and, you know, like, when we planned this trip, like, white cuties were selling really well. And I was like, great, like, I'm going to hopefully maybe, like, top a couple white cuties and sell them for, like, four to 500 keys a piece. And I'll get a red key. Life will be so great. Okay. And then, like, the market is just, like, shit on itself since then. And, like, white I cuties sh- are selling for, like, Well, I still haven't bought a white cubie, so let me know if you want to sell one. Yeah, I will happily yeah. bid that shit up. I got one for, like, 200 and something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's right. The market is, like, um, dropping out on them. So I was like, okay, well, maybe yeah. I'll just sell it as white paint instead. So I listed 300 white paint, but it only it only went. And I actually want to thank everyone who was on Discord and was, like, super nice and, like, bid it up like thank y'all all y'all are awesome but even even with like all like the discord community helping it it closed at like 120 p so like the market's like not enough falling out <laughs> and I, I haven't printed 
my white key because I was hoping. Well, actually, I was like, I need keys. So I was like, well, if this 300 white paint does well on the sales, I just won't print a white key. Beetle. I'll never even print. I'll just sell the paint. Yeah, desperate <laughs> for desperate measures. But <laughs> <laughs> but the paint didn't sell that well either. So maybe I'm just going to print that white QB and sell it. You know? <laughs> I think you need to. We also, so we have some questions for you again in the chat um, yeah. since we've circled back. Um, sorry, you guys, we had to move on from all of the alcohol talk, but um, amazing, <laughs> amazing points that were made that are you, we are, uh, on the same page in other States. Fantastic. Um, crash man. I think you had touched on this earlier, but you did not receive white keys from your mystery boxes because of your origin of where you started the green, right? Okay. That's correct. So you're so crash man asset based on your origin country. So like if I were to move, to El Salvador, I would have to like message the devs and be like, right. I need you to override the system and change my country to the white country now. So, so okay. like what they fixed with this latest update where they basically geolocked vault is like when Strawn went to El Salvador, um, he like, he was there during Bitcoin beach, but he wasn't getting papooses and surfboards. Like he was getting just normal paint and resin because the vaults hadn't been geolocked. So it was like, it was giving him based on his country of origin. So in this latest update, what they fixed was you, it didn't matter where your headquarter was. It, it didn't matter which country of origin was like the vaults are now geolocked. And so, um, they know the where country, they are. They, yeah. So like you're hitting a vault in El Salvador, it's giving you the El Salvador. El Salvador. So I was in okay. El Salvador while the USA event was happening. I was not getting USA resources. Okay. Okay, yeah. but, but obviously I'm your mystery boxes were still yeah locked in that. And yeah, for walking. Oh, and another so while, fun fact. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just uh, okay. Don't let me lose that thought on okay. another fun fact. But uh, Hoth would like to know uh, yellow keys for buddy quests. Did you have a buddy quest while you were there? Um, I didn't have a buddy quest. No, I did set my headquarters in El Salvador and turn buddy quests on. I did not get a buddy quest while I was there though. I would have Dang. gotten a yellow key though, again, because my origin country is the United okay. States. I would have continued to get a yellow key. Um, if I had been converted over onto the white key system though, I would have gotten what they get for a buddy quest, which is five greens. They okay. So that's an interesting, so if we have a buddy that's in El Salvador and we're in the States, we get a yellow key while they get five greens. That's correct. That's correct. Got it. Okay. Fun, fun fact that you were okay. about to drop before fun I interrupted fact, you. The vaults don't end at the El Salvador borders. They go oh. outside of the borders. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. So I was in Honduras like, day on like the East side of Honduras. And then, you know, we were taking this bus. So we we're going like, to Honduras or from Honduras to El Salvador and you have to go to Guatemala so I'm like at the Guatemala border Guatemala to El Salvador border I turn on the game and I'm like well, what the fuck there's vaults on both sides of the border I'm like holy shit like, <laughs> I should have had the game on like yeah, what the hell no so I don't know how far like because we're going in we're at the border going in El Salvador I'm like well how, how far out do these vaults go so then um you know I, I mentioned like I ran out of keys like well ahead of like when we left El Salvador so I just left the game running like and we, we get to the border uh El Salvador back to uh Honduras I just leave the game running and I think 
the vaults go maybe between five and 10 miles outside of the borders of El Salvador. So the vaults kept going for 10 minutes and the guy driving us was going about 60 miles per hour. But I don't know that the road we were on was exactly like a straight line perpendicular to the border, you know? Okay. So I don't know that we were driving exactly like, uh, you know, could have been out inside yeah, or outside been, of like it was country kind of lines like meandering and no sure. we were definitely in honduras but you know the roads kind of like uh meandering. you don't know that it was exactly 10 miles it was like yeah something. i don't know it's exactly right. 10 miles so it's it, uh, they okay. go somewhere it's five to ten miles outside of el salvador is where the vaults actually end so here's a fun fact if you're hitting if you're gonna go to like nicaragua if you're gonna go to honduras if you're gonna go to guatemala these are all the countries adjacent to el salvador you're going to any parts of the countries that are close to the border you should turn on your game because there's going to be white vaults there for you to hit so and okay so funny that you said that go ahead although illusion weaver might fix it after i spilled the beans on (laughs) no 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 it's actually he might um make them appear for you so So, those were all system vaults yeah those are system vaults yeah okay okay so kevo strings um has joined the chat he says that he hit a white vault on Friday, and I'm I'm sure you're familiar with Kevo. He's in Canada. Yeah, um, so he dropped in a special white vault. <laughs> I, did I totally miss this? Was this in the Discord? Yeah, he's it. a favorite because child. Okay, he yeah, is a favorite of course child. he is. He's, he's a, a favorite child, child that still gets banned from the Discord, though. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's why how he only we know. Got a <laughs> <laughs> um because he says uh west beach music came to you know yeah. what it was it was from Sorry. all their crying okay no just kidding kevin we love you guys <laughs> i did see i did see that west beach music doxed him in the discord it took a picture it took his twitter photo of kevo strings and then anna kura was talking about how handsome uh kevo strings <laughs> was and how did we not know oh. he was so handsome yeah, Kevo there's got, like, a man crush at... situation happening there. I mean, Wait, I can okay, see his photo right to... now. <laughs> yes, but you have, if you follow him on Instagram, that's, like, oh, maybe it's just on this app, but on other I'm apps. I'm not young enough already, for Instagram. He's already done it. Yeah, he's already done it. It wasn't anything West Beach. West Beach um, no, but that's did. what Kevo said. Kevo said he was being doxxed. Oh, girl. No, you were not. <laughs> Kevo, stop. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> But yeah, they were at a pub. Um, him and West Beach met. I think you guys were at a rodeo, weren't you? You say a, a pub, rodeo. but I saw a rodeo. <laughs> um, in Canada? So yeah, they, apparently, yes. Yeah, they were. In, I'm not they kidding asked, you. They asked KKP, like, in Discord, hey, man, will you drop us a white vault here? He was, right? Ladies of the Hunt sure, stream, sure. Hey, uh, white vault know, right now. Illusion Weaver. For everybody. Can I get COVID on my birthday? It's August 2nd. Yeah, you have to be Manella or Kevo. I mean, <laughs> how about I'll just oh be Brizzlella? It's like Brizzle with Manella at the end. Or be like, okay, Illusion Weaver, we're obviously going to go meet the chief next month. Can you just put a string of white vaults up the mountain? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. Good okay. idea. Oh, my God. Let's plant the seed early, babe. Unless those vaults are 100% white paint, they're just, you don't want those vaults. Yeah, And then could we maybe have, like, a purple vault at the top of the volcano when we get there? <laughs> I don't have a purple key. Well, maybe none of us do, so they you can put one there. <laughs> find one yeah because they're just laying around oh my god 
Nikki, mm. what what is Kevo making you? Nikki yes. says that See? Kevo is making her the coolest QB. So that's kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Kevo, so early before yeah. you joined, I kind of got talked into they are telling me I need to get a custom QB from you. So um, they, before the rates go up. Yeah, queen. especially before the rates go up. So they're <laughs> proposing I get a, a beekeeper QB, so maybe, maybe I'll, I'll look into that. <laughs> yeah, you could do like, you could do a QB in like the suit with the hat and the mesh and all the stuff. Yeah, so and I then don't... maybe it's like a Texas patch on your <laughs> if you still want to have Texas. I don't in know. There. I don't know. I don't. I don't have. Okay, so there's what's called. Don't the let helmet. Texas hold you back. Okay, like the helmet hat. I don't have that. I, I wear a veil, like a fencing veil style. Ooh, that's cool. Ooh, yeah. okay. But you don't have like a brim. No, that's lame. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, that is what I'm talking about, like the helmet style with the big brim that goes all the way around. You just have a veil. Okay. That's it's cool. Not like, like that. I like yeah, that. It's a veil. It's like a fencing veil. So yeah, like what? That. What I did for I'll post a picture and off topic at some point. <laughs> because yeah. I'm guessing. I mean, there's got to be like a rest of the head protection or yeah, mesh. yeah, it's, it's all mesh, okay. right? All mesh. Yeah. My, I'm in. Texas. I thought fencing was like a, a helmet suit. with uh, metal. Uh, like we it's they use like it's like plastic in the bee suits um mm-hmm. uh, i'll post some pictures it's, it's okay probably not so what i what i did for for kevo for my custom qb is i sent him a selfie obviously he got the sunglasses right um <laughs> and like Purple. i told him i love cows and uh, i smoke a lot of cigarettes so <laughs> he made my custom qb like like this yeah, <laughs> and I yeah. think it came out pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, hey, it's we, you perfected that. <laughs> I, no, I haven't. No, I'm see, like, I still haven't. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And now he knows what you look like, and so just send yeah. him a picture of like your outfit that you wear beekeeping, and like maybe a couple other things that you like, and yeah, he's good at that. Yeah. He just like comes yeah. up with some concepts, and then he's like. What do you think about this? And then if you don't like it, be honest and tell him what you want him to tweak because he's he's good about okay. that. That's he gave cool me like 10 I'm different hairstyles. Pretty sad about that. You know, I've got like that southern politeness drilled into me. So it's like, like to don't be a yes so, man. To the, to the, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally a yes man. We, my husband and I, we walk, we're walking our like vault route. And so we walk down to the, um, like snow cone shop and I'm like oh I'm gonna try this flavor and it like it totally sucks I made a terrible choice and the guy's like do you like it I'm like mm, it's so good <laughs> <laughs> what, exactly. what flavor was the trash it on your way out yeah what it flavor was, was the terrible choice it was like it was, was like, it the tiger blood pecan. no it no. was coffee caramel what? mocha I was like and we had whipped cream I was like oh this will be so good like a frappuccino and I was like honey will you just eat this like <laughs> in the fridge I'm like he can eat it later I yeah, barely eat it but um yeah. the best snow cone yeah. flavor is tiger's blood that was my favorite flavor Man, this tiger's blood. What this the heck? Thing called, um, yeah, tiger's blood is good, but this guy makes like a. It's like a. It's got coconut cream. It's got coconut mm. flavor and pineapple flavor, and then you put Ooh. actual shaved coconut and pineapple in it. And I forgot Ooh. what he called it. My husband always gets it. It's like the best one. Sounds like wonderful. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm hungry. 
Yeah. Now I want hey, ice cream. I've got this awesome ice cream mocha ring. one in the fridge. You kept it? Well, for my husband. I don't know if he's going to eat it or not. He might just throw it out. Oh. No, but seriously, I mean, you're going to be buying a product from a product maker. I mean, I get that you just did that and lied about it, but, like, don't yeah. lie about this. Because you okay. want your QB to actually represent you, and you don't want to – like, I have a really bad tattoo that did not come out the way I wanted, and I'm stuck with that forever. Yeah, How many custom QBs are you going to buy? One. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, make sure it's good. I mean, yeah, you could get more, but, like – it's your branding. You want to start with strong <laughs> yeah. branding and stick with That's it. True. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why Corky was wearing her sunglasses today. Did anybody yeah. notice until like, <laughs> literally I'm just pointing it out right now? <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly like, I just, I came in from being out at dinner. It was really sunny and I totally just forgot to take them off my head. And then I'm like, oh yeah, look it. We match. Oh wait, I'm still doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh Yeah. Um, okay, I took a few more notes while I was in El Salvador. So oh, yes. A few more things I didn't mention. Um, okay, yeah, so I think I've covered cell phone services bad. Usually I could do about, in the mountains, I could do about two vaults, and then the game would freeze. I'd lose uh, <laughs> internet connection, and I would couldn't just restart the game. I'd have to restart my phone entirely, so that was frustrating. Oh, and the GPS tracking is really bad there, too, sometimes. Oh, what kind of and phone so- do you have? It's it's not my phone. My husband had the same problems. It's the it's the network there. there yeah, but but was it like a, were you on a- Android twelve? Uh, are you on iOS? I'm on it. We're both on Androids. Yeah, N- neither of us are iPhone. We're both Androids, uh, and yeah, we have the latest Android operating system. Okay. Um, so if that's twelve, then yeah, our phones are both like very new. Um, oh, and then so GPS tracking all over the place. So. Yeah, you'd be driving down the road, and sometimes you'd be like, your QB would be like, be very way off to the side, so you couldn't even like hit that vault. But there were so many vaults that the vault density is really good on the roads. Like, um, did you ever try changing the GPS mode in the menu to see if it helped and it never helped? I would, and sometimes it would just like jump me really far, and uh, but then it would like freeze me. So like GPS two would like jump me to a new spot, but then I wouldn't move. So I'd have to go back to GPS one. Um, Oh, here's a fun thing I forgot to mention. Oh, placing a headquarters. Oh my God. That was so fun. It's not fun at all. It gave you that error that you're like too close to something like way too many times. Yes. Yes. Okay. I was not allowed to place my headquarters in Honduras until I had been in the country for about 16 hours. And Someone had postulated that, I mean, so the idea is you have to interact with something in the game. So I even did a walking quest and finished my walking quest. So I did interact with a, like a walking quest box and that did not trigger me being allowed to place my headquarters. Um, however, when I went to El Salvador, I was able to place my headquarters immediately. And then when I left El Salvador and wanted to place my headquarters again in Honduras, I had only... It's it's a long trip to get, but uh, out of El Salvador all the way to Rotan because you got to drive through all the way to Honduras and then take the ferry. So it was about eight hours after, um, after I think I destroyed my headquarters, but I was able to place it immediately again. So I, I don't understand. Like there was a big ass gap between me being allowed to place it coming out of the United States, but then not mm-hmm. coming out of El Salvador. So I, well, I don't even- you got lucky because the two weeks that I was in Roatan. I was told I couldn't take my headquarters with me. 
So I just missed two weeks of mystery boxes back then. No, they were small mystery boxes back then. We didn't realize that you were playing when you went there. I wasn't (laughs) because, (laughs) like, I wanted to. You know what I mean? I didn't know you were, you know, in the coin hunt. It was Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. Oh, shit. Last year. So, I, I mean, I was listening to Fire on his uh, right. interview oh while what I was walking saying? on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes, I did. So, I'm lying. But I was told at the time that I couldn't put my headquarters there. And I was thinking of putting my headquarters there and putting some user vaults there. And they said I would not be able to do that, which I found mm-hmm. interesting yeah. because someone had – I remember someone had put, like, their um, – like a user vault at like the Eiffel Tower. Before. Yeah, so I was, yeah, I was told the same thing that user vaults wouldn't get approved in Honduras, but Manila's in Romania with an approved user vault right now. So, so I, mean, I should I never have listened. The messaging is always consistent, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know, but I do know it took. I I was it was like really like twenty four hours outside of the United States before I could place headquarters the first time, but then there was not that same time lock when I came from El Salvador back to Honduras. Um, and additionally, um, there I never got a photo quest in El Salvador. Really? Like, in El Salvador, did not trigger a photo quest. The only one I got was when I clicked on the yellow crane uh, that was in Santa Ana. I clicked on yellow crane um, to basically see how much resin was in it, and that triggered a photo quest at that yellow crane. That's um, interesting because you can't so, even hit it yeah. for crypto. Right. Yeah. Right. So no vaults triggered um, triggered it at all. So uh, and then the other Shoot. thing is, OK, so when you're out of the country and you place your headquarter, you get like this before you go to place your headquarter. It gives you this question. It basically I forget the wording it's like it's the game's not supported in your in the country you're in. Like uh, answer this question for crypto. OK, so i got that question the first time i placed my headquarter in honduras and then again the next time placing honduras and both times i got it um it was like the answer was like wrong wrong first time yeah like you don't actually get crypto i guess like all the answer choices must be wrong because the first time i got it says which country is not in south america and i picked france and said the answer is wrong and then the (laughs) next time i got it yeah Okay, the next time I got it, it was, like, um, com- even, like, subjectively was, wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, like, um, it was homophones, but I don't remember, like, uh, which one. It was, like, complete or complete. Or, it's, it's too, you know, they're, they're spelled. Aisle or aisle. <laughs> you know, they sound exactly the same, uh, but I yeah, don't remember yeah. exactly which. It was, like, a steel word or something. Anyway, and it was, like, that's wrong. So I'm like, I, I don't actually think you can get crypto for those questions. I think all the answer choices are wrong. So that might be a bug or that might be by design. I don't really know. but um, It's definitely not by design. No. <laughs> that's what that is. And <laughs> I didn't think you could get crypto. I thought you only got resources. Well, I don't know. It says well, answer this question to get crypto. So I don't actually know how much you, crypto you would get had you gotten the answer right because the answers were wrong both times. I mean, you and know, it would depend on what both times. It would depend on what country you're in too, depending on how much crypto you'd get. So yeah. that is likely a bug because yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure about that. Um, because I do know that that screen says answer this question and receive free crypto. Yeah, I yeah, literally just saw it today. Yeah, yeah. 
Yes. Um, huh. So interesting. I mean, not on my not on my phone, but I'm like <laughs> right. another person's, obviously, um, but from another person's uh, screenshot. So right, interesting. Huh. Hmm. That's pretty much like the recap of what was specific to like El Salvador. Um, well, that's way more than I was expecting to country. hear. Like there was so I had to, much I had to info. Write it down. Yeah. I have a notebook. <laughs> I got like a shiny object memory. <laughs> like, oh man, remember stuff for five minutes if I don't write it down. Um, yeah, that's all. Lots yeah. of really good oh, info. And I never once got a blue key to drop from a white vault. That's another thing. Um, blue keys hmm. do not drop out of white vaults. Uh, maybe if it's possible that they drop out of user vaults again, like. I was basically having hit all system vaults, so I don't know, hmm. but don't know about that. To, to my knowledge, you cannot get a blue key drop out of a white vault at all. Interesting. So, yeah, um, that is the El Salvador thing. I think that was like the third thing on the list. So yeah, I was just looking still. back at our notes, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so one of the next things is uh, like what what's your favorite QB and what do you usually wear? But I feel like we all already what's know the answer goals? to this. Yeah. So yeah. it's, um, it's the like yellow dragon, dragon. Yellow dragon. Okay. So back to like way at the beginning of the conversation, when you asked like, how did I get into this and what was it like at the beginning? Okay. We never finished that. So let's talk about that. So, um, you know, I start, we start playing and like, this is before the keys have gone away. It's like, uh, mid January. And then, like, oh, my God, this is so cool. I didn't even know about user vaults. I'm just like, oh, my God, look, this thing pays this crypto. It's a, oh, look, and sometimes we get these resources. They're so cool. And then we haven't even played, and, like, the clock clicks on, and it's happy hour, and we have no idea what that is. And so we're just playing, um, like, you know, the happy hour category pops up, and we're like, oh, wow, like, this this one category has, like, this blue ring running around it. Let's click on that. And so then, like, we get it, and we get, like, shit ton of pain and we're like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and then um because i play pokemon go um like we went to so we knew nothing about this game basically so i'm like okay like let's Mm -hmm. google so (laughs) wiki pops up and the wiki's like join the discord so i'm like oh i know what discord is i was on discord before that's great so i joined discord um and so that's how you were like, oh, your name like shows up as the Brizzler instead of the Brizzle. And that's because my previous Discord handle was the Brizzler. And I guess sometimes, even though I've overrode it, it like defaults that. But yeah, so, but yeah, the Brizzle is my game name. But, um, and so we joined Discord and then I see like, I was a really serious Pokemon Go player. So I'm like, this game is like, even it's like Pokemon Go, but they're paying me to play it. This game is the shit. And I can basically right? go up by my house. Oh my God. Like the coolest thing ever. I don't think I've opened Pokemon right? since. Like, <laughs> level addiction right out the bat. Like, like day one, I'm like, I'm a full blown addict. Okay. And so I'm like, we have to build like this awesome loop of vaults and I can go and recruit everyone and blah, blah, blah. Oh, let's like, get on discord and oh look you can this is the minimum distance of vaults let's map it on and oh my god there's this event coming up like oh i'm gonna need all these keys okay let's drive around the city and collect all these keys like yeah so i did that and i'm used to like playing um like pokemon go events where you literally pretty much have to drive for 12 hours straight to like get a shiny like you really really have to grind so i'm like okay i gotta prep all these keys 
going up to this event and then uh, I'm going to like just grind this fence. So I didn't really know like what the grinding would look like. I just like opened Anakura's map and I was like, I, I knew from the discord that the user vaults had a much higher like resource drop rate than the system vaults. So I was like, okay, well I'm like a new player. I don't have a lot of keys. I need to be as efficient as possible. I'm only hitting user vaults. So I used Anakura's map and I just hit every single user vault in my city every day, twice a day, which at the time there was like about maybe 200 vaults. So I was, I was spending about 12 hours a day in the car, like hitting all the vaults. So I was hitting about 400 vaults a day. And then between then collecting keys. And so, um, wait, actually, did you just say 400 vaults a day? Yeah. Yeah. You're in Chinese New Year. I hit 400 vaults a day. Yeah. 200 and, twice is, a day. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. So I was just like, grinding the way I would have like as as intensely as I would have played Pokemon Go. <laughs> okay. So I didn't I had no concept that basically I had well okay because at first like when I first started playing this game, which was like literally only like two or three weeks before Chinese New Year started, I was like, dude, this QB thing is dumb. Why do people get like obsessed with these QBs? Like whatever. <laughs> I'm all about the crypto. Like you just get on discord and like search my name like early January and you'll have a laugh fest. And so I was like, I don't understand. And people like, you'll get the QB bug. And I'm like, yeah, like whatever. No, I I was the same. We're all in it for the QBs. Yeah. And then I was so resistant to discord. (laughs) Like, uh huh. One extra app that I have to download. No, thanks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like discord. Two apps for one game. Get out of here. I had but, to teach myself how to use it because I had never oh, used yeah. it before. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they released, so then they released the graphic for the, um, the dragon. I was just like. The yellow dragon. Oh yeah. my God. I'm a, it's so cool. Of course. Like <laughs> pathetic. Like, right there, like, oh my God, it's the coolest. I have to like get this dragon. Meanwhile, my husband is just like rolling his eyes at me. He's like, oh, whatever. Like this is just, this shit is just like how you were with Pokemon Go. <laughs> And by the way, he's the one who's recruited me to this game. So I'm like, I'm saying, but, um, my boyfriend's the same way, except his words were, this is just how you were for wanting to build a community garden. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't half-ass anything. I like go 10,000. I whole-ass everything immediately <laughs> yeah. for like nonstop. Like, Addiction yeah. or nothing, yeah. baby. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And so anyway, I'm like playing Chinese New Year and I, I don't have any concept of that this event is like much harder than the other events. Um, like as far as like it's a straight RNG event, it's just like a hard event to get all the resources. I'm okay. So obviously it's my first event. I don't have any air crystals. So I'm like trying to get air crystals and I'm like, I'm a I'm like complaining in Discord basically. I'm like Look, I don't like that as, like, a new player. Like, it's not actually possible for me to, like, you know, whatever. Like, you literally had to buy your air crystals on the auction house. I only ended up getting 400 and something. And I ended up with 555 dragon scales. So, but, okay, so, yeah, like, I had enough dragon scales. Like, had I had the blueprint at the time, I would have been the fifth finisher in the USA I would have finished in the top five. Like I got, I was like, Hey y'all, like I got dragon scales and everyone was like, the, what the hell? Like, I think it was like that beats or something was like, dude, you just started playing this game. Like what the hell? And I was like, I mean, I don't know. This is like, you gotta grind, like whatever. Like I, I didn't yeah. even have a concept like of like 
it like how wide rng plus yeah. you know well, a I little bit of beginners I, left so <laughs> i hadn't gotten um no i was like i was hitting like crazy amount of vaults hitting all the green vaults like but i hadn't gotten the dragon blueprint to drop so like really i was like i mean i can't do anything i need this blueprint to drop and then like i gotta buy like air crystals on the auction house too which was extremely difficult for me also because um i wasn't at my headquarters to be bidding like i'm not in the field like playing right. the game constantly so i'm like yeah. oh shit like i can't win any auctions like any any time i put a bid in like i'm i have no idea when he's in like i'm getting overbid like so ultimately what i did was i was like okay i don't need 800 air crystals like which was what everyone was buying i was like I did a calculation. I'm like, I probably only need like maybe 500. So I'm going to bid on this lot for 500. And then I got so lucky. Like no one else bid on it. I'd won it for opening bid of 25. Like, of course, Ooh, while I'm nice. like, while I'm out grinding, like, you know, I'm, yeah. so I'm like, okay, lucky. I got all the air crystal. Cause I wasn't sure I would ever like successfully win an air crystal auction because I really wanted the blueprint. Cause I was like, at least if I get the blueprint, I can like, after you get it so i'm like just like crazy um grinding 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 and then it's like my key stack even though i'm like spending all day collecting keys all the keys in my city my key stack is dwindling and then so like um, i'm down to like my last i don't know i think it's like 150 keys and it's like friday after reset so friday night and i think the the game is ending sunday before the event ends sunday before reset so i'm like whatever i'm just i'm just gonna blow my last keys here and now try to get the dragon like i'm 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 not going to be able to finish this quest like at this point i'm just gonna hope that i can get the dragon blueprint before the event ends and then at some point it just like it dropped like i think at friday at like 2 a.m or some shit and, and then i just kind of like staring at the screen like in disbelief i'm like oh my god it actually dropped i can't believe it, yeah. it was like i had like 80 keys 80 blue keys and i'm like oh and now i have to go collect a thousand how the heck am i gonna do this yeah well it was saturday was very unpleasant (laughs) so yeah i'm right there with you (laughs) and i printed it and then yeah obviously you can tell from how many people finished that quest that it was really hard there's like 50 something people who finished it but i didn't know i just assumed that that's like the standard level of play for the game because it's my first event and then i play and i'm like <laughs> it is the standard level joke. well hawaii was so easy in comparison. hawaii was so easy in comparison yeah, i was like Damn, i mean right yeah so yeah it was but we were still hunting all day long i was not <laughs> i was not oh okay no well yeah danabus myself and marvin's house were hunting all day long (laughs) way Uh, more vaults it was like a weird in hawaii oh yeah dude i drove to other cities for chinese new year yeah chinese new year was was like very grindy event dude um, so i had been playing since the july before i had to buy the yellow dragon blueprint in the auction house. Like oh, I had to like, buy it. Cause they I weren't that expensive. They were like 600 after. The yeah. Event, though. They weren't yeah. that bad. And then I was down to two blue keys left after I forged my red key. Like yeah. that's how close I was. And that was within the last 15 minutes of the event. <laughs> that's oh, wow. how close, like I, I won so that close. yellow dragon auction. I think two hours before the event ended mm. and, but wow. i i got it 
I finished it. Yeah. And so I was just like you. I wore that yellow dragon proudly, so proudly, until I just now bought the the fire, fire dragon. dragon. And yeah, so now yeah. I wear the fire dragon, but like just because I spent so many freaking keys on it and it's unique. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wore that for an extremely long time because that was the hardest blueprint and the the hardest right, event yeah. for me. So yeah. it, was, it was my first event. It was a hard event. So, you know, my first epic. So, yeah, I, I, I like I like wearing it. But then actually I there was a period of time, I don't think a lot of people know this other than Zinni probably knows because she's in my local leaderboard. I actually quit the game a little bit after. Like I played three weeks after Chinese New Year and then quit the game because I wasn't willing to drive her keys. And um, there, there was like – so my loop has like 30 vaults on it, but it only has like, it had five keys you could get. So you can clearly see the math doesn't add up on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to play this game to walk. And if I can't answer, I can't do anything while I'm walking. And I was like, oh, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to be like, I guess they call it zombie driving. I didn't want to be doing that every day. I was like, it's not how I want to spend my time. Like sitting in the car and you did this with Pokemon. And I hated that aspect of that game. So I'm just, whatever. I'm not, I'm not playing this game. And then once they converted to walking for keys, I came back to play. I bet you were super happy about that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Playing. Came back full force. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have to ask then. No, I have to take a bathroom (laughs) break. I'm so sorry. You you are welcome to ask, but I'm going to go for a bathroom break. Yeah. We'll catch you in a few. (laughs) Okay. Great. Hey, okay. That works. (laughs) Cause I don't have to pee. I don't have to pee. (laughs) (laughs) So. I have to know, since you played this game specifically um, as, like, a walking uh, uh, New Year's resolution thing to lose weight, um, do you have a total progress that you want to share with us? Yeah, I do. Okay, so for all of y'all that are younger, let me just tell you, do not eat shit, and (laughs) it's way easier to never put the weight on. Like, listen to your granny giving you advice from a slower metabolism just it's so hard to take it off yeah so I've taken like 15 pounds off and like I'm right there with you I'm at 14 not happening like (laughs) like it's just like cool like I'm done and I'm like well what about all the rest of the weight I need to lose my body's like no yeah (laughs) I my body's just stopped at 14 pounds for like the past couple weeks and I'm like yeah come on I know I know (sighs) And, you know, walking takes, like, three hours. So, by the time I'm done walking, I'm, like, not exactly motivated. Like, do other exercises. I'm like, I mean, I did a lot of exercise today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I actually – I, I I went through my closet a couple days ago, and I found that I had a 20-pound kettlebell. So, now on top of my walking, I've added some push-ups and some, like, tricep extensions and some kettlebell lifts and stuff. Because I was like – it's like, man, my, my arms are looking flabby. <laughs> Yeah, it's I like think, I could I walk think, all day, yeah. but my arms are still gonna look like shit. <laughs> Lifting weights or you know doing uh, like resistance, muscular resistance exercises is probably gonna be very <coughs> effective. And I think yeah. that is gonna help you. Um, I'm just not wanting to do that quite yet. <laughs> oh, see, if this was a game about lifting weights <laughs> instead of walking, I would be top of the leaderboards all the time because that's my thing. Like, Dude, I, I wouldn't be playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not. No, that's not going <laughs> to. Uh, man. Okay, well, that's that's really cool. Yeah, I, I'm right with you with the, the yellow dragon. Like, I felt the same way. 
Um, so I have to ask, um, did you see the, tr- the coin yeah. hunt tweet today about the tiger lily yeah, softy? right away. Um, so I'm, which one are you wearing? Neither. I, I own no cats. I oh. own no. Okay. So I own no QBs from before I started playing. Um, so you haven't I bought any. I haven't bought any. I just like play earn. And it is this hard. I felt like because I wasn't driving for keys. I never built up a surplus of keys to like retroactively buy stuff. And then when everything went to walk for keys, well, like anyone who's walking for keys has a lot of keys now. And then plus people came in with their key stack. So, you know, I, it's hard to outbid everyone. And I'm a cheap ass also. Like I'm like, I don't want to pay like 500 keys for a QB. Like, I mean, yeah, but like, the cats are like cheap. Epic, but, I mean, yeah, I guess. so, okay, I was maybe planning to buy the cats, but probably closer to, like, a little bit, like, after the shark, and, you know, I was thinking, like, they'd all still, I mean, for a long time, they were selling for 25 a piece, like, basically yeah. opening bids, so, but now they kind of jumped, so I think that's Did they? Happened. Maybe I need to get back to selling them. <laughs> yeah, well, like, Tiger, Lily, and Softy, like, majorly jumped after that thing went out but so yeah i don't yeah. have the cats but if i did have a cat um i would be on tiger lily team oh yeah mama what yeah. you rocking I'm tiger lily yeah, sorry me too. I, I just had to go with the the masses because i want whatever that rewards box is <laughs> oh and i i just assumed yeah. the masses would go tiger lily because tiger lily's yeah. way cooler i agree like especially uh, with that like when you could see the back. tail yes so it's so cute. Since you weren't around for the cats, this was really interesting. Yeah. The devs actually made a mistake when they designed Tiger Lily. Tiger Lily was not supposed to have the actual tiger striped tail. And oh, so they what? went back. You don't remember this? Yeah, they I went back not. and went to fix it and gave to give Tiger Lily the normal tail just to match the rest of its body. And people were like, what the hell? We really liked that that odd oh. tail. So they switched it back. Oh, cool. oh, good. Yeah. You yeah, don't remember that, like, Mama? It's like Tigger. No, I don't for some reason. I do remember, yeah. like, well, I guess all I remember during that time was, like, the off um, uh, drop rates where, like, oh, we yeah. had a weird confusion of, like, Holly. I can't even remember what it was. Like, Holly, Snoozy, and Tiger yeah. Lily, I they think. They had the wrong drop a... rates, and they had to yeah. fix it. Yeah. But my, my, yeah, I don't know. My favorite was always the, um, well, Patches was like the first one I printed. So I don't know why that was always like kind of my favorite, but oh. <laughs> yeah, I freaking hate Raja and Boba. I can tell you that. Cause I've got 14 yeah, get the of heck each out of, of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think might... Coin Demon said he likes Rhonda. So take them all. I think they're all selling a little better than opening bids now. Like, I think they all kind of like jumped slightly, like on speculative there's speculative buying happening now yeah good <laughs> yeah, yeah about time because well the same thing we happened needed with the doge some, too you, <laughs> yeah we need some utility though with with the qbs and even though right now like we only have a little bit of like okay it's gonna take rare to staff whatever structure and yada yada i think everybody is kind of realizing like okay everything is done with intention and <laughs> So we should probably just have like at least one of every QB to so what, move what forward. If, what if one of our personal structures we can build is a cauldron and we could just throw cats in it to get random shit? 
Well, you know, illusion weaver. That's so evil, uh, but I'm. So, I would do it. <laughs> he is unfortunate. He said he's changing. I mean, there are going to be cauldrons this year, but he said that throwing the nine cats for the black cat, he's not going to do that. Which I'm very sad about. By the yeah. way, he's like, no, he's going to change the cauldron recipe for this year. I think I think Zenny's correcting me, and Zenny might actually be right. Um, that Snoozy was the one with Tiger Lily's tail by accident, and that's oh, what okay. was weird. Not uh, yeah, Tiger I Lily had one one having like some weird feature, but it, there was nothing special about it, and so it was like, okay, well, what's the point? <laughs> so let me let me equip Snoozy for a second. Which 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 one is that? Oh, that one. Okay, so let me see. Does this have one have a weird tail? Oh yes. Okay, so Snoozy has Tiger Lily's tail, which is weird because Snoozy is kind of tannish, and the tail is bright orange. Okay, but what about the other one? There isn't there three with the same like front side um, design. It's Tiger Lily, Snoozy, and then yeah. is, uh, it you've got, is it Tiger no, Lily, Snoozy, but... and Holly? Holly. Holly. Yeah, Holly. I think it's Holly. Does yeah. Holly have the stripes on the back also? No. Okay. So no, right that now. Was just it, a, that was just a mistake just that they made. I mean, it's lily. stripes, but it's still gray. Like, it's the same okay. color as yeah. the rest of the cat body. <laughs> but it, yeah, it has stripes. It just has. Kevosa slowly switches QB to Tiger Lily. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, come on, Kevo. You really thought people were going to pick the other one? I don't even remember what the other one is. <laughs> Softy? Well, okay, I will I will not lie. Softy is my aesthetic choice <laughs> because of I'm my aesthetics personally, but I will go with Tiger Lily because I like I want Tiger the box. Lily the best cuz it's the only one I can tell which one it is without clicking on it to look at its name. Because, like, okay. all of them look so much the same to me. It's like one yeah. cat looks like another cat. And I'm not a cat person, so honestly, I don't give a crap about any of the cats. But if you make me pick one, it's going to be Tiger Lily. <laughs> so I, I Mine will be black cat every time. Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying, Brizzle? Um, I think it's interesting because, to me, this um, Tiger Lily versus... Um, Softy, softy. I almost called her See? smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one knows who the other one is. Smoothie. Like Tiger Lily versus smoothie. Yeah. Okay. Tiger Lily versus other. <laughs> yes. It, it really Blink. feels like it's kind of like a makeup competition. Like, hey, we had a competition, or we were supposed to get to seven hundred views on Hunter's Lodge, which you know we were along with <laughs> not happening. Yeah, they so still want to give out. away this thing. Right. So they were like, oh, well, shit. Like, we were planning to give out boxes. Okay, like, like, let's come up with something else to give out boxes. And this is purely conjecture, by the way, and within my own brain. But so then they're like, let's have this contest. But then the contest is still kind of weird and that, like, obviously not everyone can participate in that contest. And then even of the people who can, like, not everyone's going to get a box because if they pick the wrong cat, you know, they're still... No one's going to pick the wrong cat except for Kivo, obviously. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, it's interesting. It's like, um, yeah, so I find it interesting because I'm sure people who were not, like, watching Hunter's Lodge will be, like, participating in this and, like, vice versa, so... Yeah. Well, and I think you're right because you know that they do these things specifically so they can insert something into yes. the economy. 
Like, yeah, they exactly. have that planned in there for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cats are coming back. <laughs> don't yeah. underestimate the cats. The I don't cats know if it has anything to do with the cats. Sure. I don't think it does. Like, honestly, I think I it think does. If had done fire versus ice, that would have worked better because, like, there's three cubies out of each, like, lineage, you know, like, of the fire, mm-hmm. like, the, and, and then the ice. And, and I think if you didn't have that one thing, you could be able to to yeah. have a have a QB and participate in that like yeah. you know because basically if you weren't playing last year for cats or you're not like a super avid uh QB collector like you don't have cats so yeah yeah I agree with you that would have been smart but hey they did what they did we'll see how yeah. it works out for them yeah <laughs> for Q, do you do you remember there must have been a limit on the cat blueprints right I don't think they were endless right wasn't it like ten thousand, or was a hundred thousand? Okay, hundred thousand. They're common. Hundred thousand. Yeah, but I okay. think like eleven thousand ish sold according to the wiki. Yeah, something okay. like that. So they'll be back for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm just for wondering sure. how. Do you think that that we're gonna have like, please God, no cats this Halloween event? I. So that's like the question, right? So Illusion says he's changing the cauldron recipe. So what's the purpose of cats now? Like, are they going to be cats, like cats for something else in the cauldron or something else entirely other than cats in the cauldron? Well, remember he said that like different structures can be staffed by different, like different QBs and like the water fountain, I think it was the water fountain or was it the bank? He gave the example, it can be staffed by any rare Right, the water but if you, yeah. fountain. He said, yeah. yeah. But if you use the water QB, then it's an extra special bonus. So, yeah. what if there's like certain structures that can only be staffed by cats, and if you use like a specific cat, then you get a bonus. I mean, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. what structure would that be though? Giant what yarn I was ball. Trying to, like, yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. There's a lot of people clamoring hag structure. <laughs> I mean, couldn't they have done a randomizer with dogs and just had different breeds of dogs? Like, please. So many people actually have a favorite breed of dog. Who has a favorite color of cat? I mean, they <laughs> like, probably do that as Yeah. Well, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't really do that. They didn't. They didn't do it in a justified way. Well, uh, I no, I take it back because I love my black cat and I will never sacrifice it. And actually, I'm going to buy a black cat hoodie from her own shop soon. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> I just feel like they didn't do them in like a because they didn't do the cats in a breed way. I don't know if they're going to do dogs in a breed way either. I think I they're just going to so. do like I'd I'd hope so too. But <laughs> who oh, knows? hey, y'all, grab your a mystery boxes. Mystery box stream. Okay. Um, okay, wait, I actually just had to look in my inventory to remind myself if I had a black cat or not. <laughs> oh, I do. Do you? But, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I was like, I, I, I honestly, I, got I was you. like, okay. yeah, I was just like, I bought it, but mm. you guys, <laughs> I have pretty actually exciting, um, auction house news really quick while we're on cats. Yeah. Okay. So, my black cat like two weeks ago uh, okay i could have swore somebody else was saying that it was their black cat in the auction house and i was really confused by it but my black cat went for over a red key that's awesome 
Yes. There was a bidding war between what? Zinni also sold one for a red key. Like, okay. So I thought that that's what I saw. And then I was like, wait, really? Cause I thought there was only one at the time. And, um, and I sent it to POS because I was like, this is buku. I don't know what the fuck is happening, but there was a bidding war between two people. And I can tell, well, I don't want to call them out by name. It's wait, they're not like big players, but aperture can somebody, no, no, no. But it was somebody who had, cat in their name it was like their first name and then cat um but i mean not that's aperture so obvious cat. oh okay <laughs> no 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 it was not aperture cat it was not i am i am re- relieving them of this because it definitely wasn't <laughs> but it, yeah it was not them um but it was them and somebody else and they kept going back and forth and back and forth and i was at work during all of this and oh, wow. meanwhile this is the cat that i had posted for marvin's house so I had posted it oh. on like a Sunday, like, like totally off hours and not on the weekend and not when recommended to post a cat, you know, cause it was like, I was trying to fly it like under the radar for him at the lowest price. And he goes, you know, I'll bid it up and whatever. And I really want to get it. But then this whole fucking bidding war, like <laughs> broke out. And I was like, babe, you're out yeah. of this. Like I keep getting envelopes left and right I can't even keep up and I get home and I got at least nine yellow keys and I can't even tell you the change I think it was like nine greens and five blues I really think it was like right at that mark that's crazy Um, which was insane I just I can promise you I did not pay that much for mine (laughs) no and the first black cat I ever sold was for like 300 and something that's about how much i paid for mine probably right so i'm like justifying it in my head like thank god i'm making that up in the back end but like i was blown away yeah blown away that's crazy um so shu and kevo both said um that a cat cafe was mentioned i i must have missed that was it yeah the devs though I like I didn't hear it in Hunter's Lodge. I don't think. Um, uh, not mm-hmm. in Hunter's Lodge. It was on Discord. So a lot of players have asked for that repeatedly, and the devs had been like, "Yeah, that'd be cool." Huh. Okay. People and their cats, so- man. <laughs> <laughs> I want me some dogs. <laughs> I know. Maybe I gotta start talking about dogs more. <laughs> I feel like people get annoyed with me when I talk about dogs, but. If they're getting QBs, I'm going to do it. <laughs> right? right? You know? The people uh, want what they want. <laughs> so, Brizzle, were you able to catch the, the Hunter's Lodge? Were you able to watch it? Yeah, I did watch the Hunter's Lodge. Mm-hmm. Were you, like, already back or were you still nice. No, I was already back. No, I, okay, was, cool. I was back when it happened, so I watched it from my living room. What did you think? <laughs> um... Did you, like, lose your mind like we did? No. (laughs) Okay, so I think that, okay, man, where do we... Was it your first Hunter's Lodge? No, it it would have been your second? Hunter, I mean, I I didn't watch the last one, basically. It was when I was, like, not playing. New? I don't feel like driving for keys. Okay, yeah. Basically where I was like, I'm not playing this game until I can, like, go back to walking to play the game. So yeah. I was like totally checked out. I mean, I was I left buddy quests on. People would pay me for buddy quests, and I would like do buddy quests. But like, 
Sometimes I wouldn't even open all my mystery boxes, like not even every day, you know, like, so yeah, I was like, definitely. Um, so no, I did not watch the last Hunter's Lodge. Okay. So this Hunter's Lodge, um, I, I did mention I have goldfish memory. So how about y'all go through all the things that we'll mention and I will tell you my opinion on each. Thing. Oh man, there were <laughs> way too many things. Like forgotten everything. Okay. Let me just go to the wiki really fast. Uh, that will be easier. And I just will... meant like, did it oh, no, blow your can... mind? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, let's just talk about the shit that was like, because we we already blue, did a like no, a like, special a special oh, thing yeah, for it. Okay, so. okay. So, like for example, why don't we talk about the anniversary event since that's like the next? Well, no, the next new thing is going to be what? Okay, um, that's yeah. starting next week. So, okay, well, yeah, I can't even remember. Okay. Fucking day. So, okay, okay. I already listened to it twice too. And I've, I still got it, I've got it all pulled up, so I'll go through everything as we go. Okay, Let's so go. <laughs> there's going to be some new trivia. I'm hoping that books gets, like, more relevant and less, like, everyone avoids that shit. Like, I'm still not going to click it. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe they'll, like, gotcha. Oh, and also, like, on your – so while we're kind of, like, talking about um, categories, we haven't actually talked about this, but you had on the outline of stuff. like you. Oh, yeah, your favorites. Nice. I'm favorite assuming science. <clears throat> Science is like at the top. So, um, science, wordplay, um, fashion, math, celebrity, um, uh, geography, uh, general knowledge. So, um, like all of them. <laughs> okay, no, not all of them. So, basically, I don't have any middle ground categories. Is it, what's up for history? History is like a neutral category. Oh, I like food and drink a lot too. Like everything is either like I love this category or I will never click that category unless I'm like having to stab myself in the eye type thing okay so uh film and cinema and favorite category okay so books tv sports u.s sports and toys and games are all in the like avoid it like the plague and toys and games because I don't know who made any video games yeah me neither not let me play video games as a kid so I'm mm-hmm. like I don't know any of this stuff at all yep right like, with you board games part of it grady the toys part of it grady but because like a lot of that is like a a landmine for me with like who made what video game and oh marvin toys. look we got marvin who made it who made it oh my goodness you hey, won't marvin. leave me alone sorry <laughs> he kept whining in the background so I had to get him up <laughs> So, so I, think you, I, I think it'll be, oh, go ahead. I'm with you on toys and games. I accidentally clicked it the other day when I was trying to click technology, oh, but I, I got, so I got a question about bobbing for apples and it asked what type of game it was. And I got it correct because it's physical a physical skill, skill game. Skill game. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. I got yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, so they're going to, like, rework and have happy hour be, you know, oh. only 10 categories a month and boosted happy hour. I, I think that's great for people. Like, they're doing that in a week, right? for that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're going to so excited for that. Everyone's going to have happy hour, like, Spanish-speaking countries and English-speaking countries. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be really good, too. Um, okay, the level five headquarter, the next thing that they talked about. Um, kind of disappointed, I'm going to be honest. Like, whatever. Like, I mean, yes, getting to load my cosmetic skin is great, but really, like, 
the other things that they said would happen with level five is what I was really hoping for. Like I wouldn't have to spend a yellow key moving my fucking headquarter like twenty yeah. Yeah. per week. Yeah. yeah, I was really hoping that the remote mystery box from your headquarter would roll out now. Um and yeah, like I tend to travel a lot, so it tends to get really expensive moving headquarters. So yeah. I'm sad about that there's no like functionality on this update to a level you, five headquarters. You know what's crazy is I was at my mom's place the other day and I just and we just realized that so her apartment building, I told you that super cool apartment, the apart the building next door to her apartment building is Target. Oh wow, you're so lucky. She could <laughs> she could hang out on her couch and print shit from her couch. Okay, it, and so it. she can she can hit her headquarters and a print shop at the same exact time. Yeah. So she's gonna have a yeah. first first so print like soon. Yeah. No, she's never gonna have a first print. Okay, she's well, like, all you gotta do is ping her or you have to be at her house so you can have a first yeah, print. Yeah, you can have a first print at her house. <laughs> Yeah, but then nobody's yeah. gonna have to get this first print. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd have to move my headquarters there. Yeah, if I was true. gonna that's do true. it, I don't yeah, get her true. headquarters. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, so I live in a city, and I have to drive ten minutes to get to my closest print shop. I've got three within like five minutes for me, but I mean, that's the suburbs. I mean, we've got like we've got neighborhood WalMarts and regular WalMarts and Targets, like. They're, like, all right here. Yeah, I got to drive to the Burbs to get to a Target or Walmart. So yeah. It's a bit of a drive. So, it, yeah, I'm looking forward to when I can put a print shop on my walking route. But I don't think that's going to happen, at, at least for, like, another year. It's not even on the roadmap at this point. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, okay. The next thing was the Log Cabin headquarters skin. I think that that's great. Because everyone who hasn't completed one of these quest chains will still get to, like, change their headquarter from, you know, the standard headquarter to something, like, better graphically. So yeah. I, I think that that's really cool that they're doing that. Also, it's I kind nice of key burn. Yeah, I kind of wonder if – I kind of feel like we all have a sense about the – have a feeling about the headquarter skins like we did about QBs back in the beginning. Like – I'm not going to pay keys just to make my headquarters pretty. And I bet a lot of people feel that way. But I kind of yeah. wonder once we actually start doing it, if we're going to like feel the same way we do about QBs now. Like I got to have all of them. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Know. I mean, to be honest, I, I know that they said headquarters skins will only be cosmetic, but I think it would be really cool if they each had like some type of buff or functionality, like, you know, because, or, I mean, no one can even see them. Like, you, can, what yeah. is the point of it? You alone can see your headquarters skin. Like, no one knows you have it, so at least you should get some benefit from it. Yeah. Well, if you, if you listen to the um, Q&A afterwards, I think it was K-Hag asked about the display cases. I think mm -hmm. it was K-Hag. Mm -hmm. It could have been someone yeah, else. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Um, and asked, like, is there going to be any functionality there? And, like, I think Illusion Weaver at that point said he imagines, like, at some point you can walk into someone's house and see their display cases and blah, blah, blah. So I feel like in the future you're going to be able to see other people's skins somehow. Okay. Like, maybe from the leaderboard you can click and go in their headquarters and see their display cases and, like, see their accomplishments on the wall and stuff like that. 
you better yeah. because those things are like a red key. So yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say is they better make it fucking cool. <laughs> hey, well, um, because the fact that we have to spend more resin to even wear the skin, I'm a little annoyed about, but mm. I just want to wear it. So that's well, a great upgrade in it, my opinion. It's <laughs> I just, just want to be able to wear it. It's not just that. I'm sure we're going to have headquarters level six and seven. So you just you got to really? spend that to so? get. They, oh yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, definitely. Why not? Wow. Why not? I oh, mean, this, this game is just eventual. getting started. Yeah, yeah, this game is just getting started. Yeah. There's so much more that the QBverse has to offer, but for right now, I'm like, don't release these things if I can't wear it for a year. What the heck? Yeah. Oh, uh, I want to wear it right now. We're going to Hawaii next month. I want. Yeah. I want to be in my tiki hut. Yeah. So, um, I've noticed that most of the people in the chat are going to bed. I know. <laughs> We've been, this is like probably that, our longest stream to date. Through. People are even halfway through the topics. I know. And, and honestly, I personally would also love to, but I stream out of my bedroom and I'm sure my boyfriend also wants to go to sleep. Oh no. We might have to break this up into two parts. What That's what I was think? thinking. Like maybe we here. should do a part two next week. Yeah, we yeah. should part two because there's still a lot. Um, there's a lot. Uh, yeah, still a lot to talk about as far as this. Um, the Briz, are you yeah. available next Sunday? Just so. Um, yeah, let me look at my phone really quick. <laughs> <laughs> Just right now. <laughs> so everybody can look forward to it for next weekend. Yeah. Nikki, I'm impressed you're still here because I know you're like an hour ahead. So it's like after midnight for Nikki and Nikki's still here. Hi, Trash Tube. Go walk for your keys. It's yeah. It, it's getting there. It's almost three in the morning, isn't it? No. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's eleven where I am, and I'm on Central, so East Coast it's midnight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not bad, but for a well, Sunday, you know. Nikki, you can hear the rest if we do it next week. You're here almost every week, so you know it's not like you're I going anywhere, right? Next Sunday, so we can do part two then, if you guys want. I, yeah. 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 I mean, Let's I think making them too much longer than three hours is not necessarily the greatest idea, especially because yeah. my my computer might not be able to handle that file. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if my phone will be able to handle that. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. battery is probably. <laughs> yeah. And we've got but other no, people I, saying is... they would love a part two because they were just about to go to bed too. So. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm also so... That. Um, Briz, I'm so happy that we like we were able to get to know you more in yeah. this episode <laughs> and like focus in on that because obviously everybody wants to talk about Hunter's Lodge and all of that yeah. fun stuff and that's like its own that will be its own episode so we're gonna yeah. need to break this up into two yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just and, and for the, the that's content what I always purposes. wanted this to be like I want to get to know hunters who hunters are like because, yeah, yeah, I yes. know who they are as hunters. We see that all the time. Like, I want to know. Who sure, these you wear your yellow are. dragon QB. We yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we want to know you. Yeah, and and now we do. And I learned so much tonight. I loved it. Really? Yes. Funny. And that was yeah. and another thing that we like passed by because a lot of people were in the chat that like super educational and entertainment and. um we were getting a lot of love for how much information you were giving. So please yeah. like, oh, okay. yeah, don't hold back on that. No, um, no. Everybody was loving it. So yeah. And um, I wasn't expecting, yeah, I feel to, great. Uh, 
get so much much information about El Salvador either. Like that was gold. I mean, none of totally. us have done it, so totally. we don't know how it goes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so we will have a part two next Sunday. Hopefully, y'all join us. Um, uh, Alex is going to bed. Nikki's staying up. <laughs> Crashman's just about <laughs> to start going walking for keys. Um, but yeah, next next week we can definitely do this again. We'll we'll have more live yes. people. There'll be more questions, I'm sure. Um, okay. Probably people will have listened to this. And we'll have even more questions for you about bees in El Salvador. So (laughs) we'll have to make sure we we collect those. So if you guys listen to this episode and have questions for the Brizzler, let us know or let the Brizzler know either way. And I'm sure we can answer them for you next week. Um, For sure. Yeah. So that'll be fun. A part two. I know I'm so excited. Yes. We knew all three of us knew that this episode was not gonna be short oh, yeah. by any means. Yeah. So I'm we all glad like to that talk. we're breaking up. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad we're breaking it up into two and maybe even three because we're gonna have to catch up on our Hawaii quests and yeah. all the fun stuff. So Yeah, yeah. and I'm it's, I'm out of beer and I didn't time. bring a, a spare liquid and my mouth is touched. <laughs> <laughs> so okay well this was so fun we cannot thank you enough for coming on and we can't wait for next sunday yeah Yeah. thank you so much for inviting me i'm like really happy that someone wanted me on their podcast so oh yeah (laughs) thank you you got a lot of good stuff to share so yeah i'm I'm really looking forward to continuing next sunday with y'all me too Me too. Well, happy hunting, everybody. Don't forget your mystery boxes. I'm going to grab mine right now. And yeah. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Save the bees, everybody. Save the bees. (laughs) bees. (laughs) Bye, (laughs) y'all.